two parts. The Snyder Radio. You would have something interesting to say right here. Before this, no biggie. And after this. The time has come to make a choice. It's time. I know what goes on behind the doors. I know because I saw it. I lived it. He is gone. I'm into some kinky stuff. What? The Snyder Radio. I told you. Yeah, my kid. The Snyder Radio. Woo! Please, my autograph book. Okay, stop talking. Get in. Sit down. Shut up. And hold on. Can I please say one more thing? Ladies and gentlemen, D. Let's play. picture of Rob Lowe from Beth Skechers ad. Full body. You don't have one of those hanging on the wall? Not yet. It's <laughs> looking pretty good. The old man still got a little life left in him. Yeah. He's wearing one. his wedding ring, though. <laughs> that could be airbrushed out. <laughs> Believe me, there's a flesh-colored pen. You won't even notice it. Bad. <laughs> Well, you can put that on the wall. I, I, pick, I pulled that out for you. Thanks. It was great with the sun coming between his legs. Very suggestive. He's wearing very tight pants. Very tight pants. <laughs> very tight pants, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Lowe. Good morning. How are you? Special guest in the house. My son Shane's here. Shane Snyder. But just like the Dibbles. And the uh, Paul Harvey family. The Harveys. The gamblings on Long Island. Generations. Passing the mic down from generation to generation. So I know it's not officially like bring your kid to work day or anything like that, but he's out of school and for the summer I figure it might be something to see. See how the old man works, see how the team works. Well, as soon as he walked in, Nick and Sean both started freaking out, thinking he was going to be the yeah. third contestant in the presidential oh, fitness challenge. Yeah, very convenient. <laughs> well, you guys, I mean, you know, you guys freaked yeah. out. I said 13 years old and you were like, ah! A ringer, Nick said. He brought in a ringer. <laughs> yeah. A ringer. I mean, he knows his way around a pull-up bar, uh, but uh, he's not here to embarrass you. Yeah, but, I mean, honestly, a coincidence. All right. Well, we'll see. But 13. I understand. a ball of energy, you know? I, I understand. He's can't got compete with that. Puberty kicked in, all kinds of things. Muscles he doesn't even know about yet. Yeah. <laughs> he's got it all going on. So uh, don't, don't sweat it. Right. I just figured... Actually, it all started because I was bringing Cody up to embarrass you guys, who's 11. And then Cody had camp. And then I said, hey, you know what? Shane's not doing anything. He just wants to come up and, uh, you know, just see how things go. And when do you get a chance to hang out in the studio? So I brought him up. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? We're doing good. Um, nice and relatively cool out. Yeah. What's up with that? It's nice. I'll I'm liking it. that. I'm very much liking that. It's going to be it's Friday. What more do you need to say? Friday, the weekend is upon us. You can't have a bad show or a bad day on a Friday because no. no matter how bad it is, it ends with two days off. 
This is the beauty of Friday. Okay, so this, this is a no-brainer right here, as somebody likes to say. And uh, But we have got, I want you all to know that being a man of my word, today is the day I will be taking the team out on my dime for Cracker Barrel. I am not full of excrement. Now, is this one of those things where you actually pick up the check or you pick up the check and then you turn in a receipt? No, this is actually picking up a check. Wow. Of course, I will turn it in as a tax-deductible receipt, but I will not be giving it to Clear Channel to pay. Do they have surf and turf over there at the old Cracker Barrel? Something like surf and turf. <laughs> if you call chicken fried steak <laughs> and tuna, that's surf and turf over at the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yummy. Yummy. I see Darkseid wore his trout shoes in honor of the occasion. That's right. Really putting on the dog today, aren't you? Something smells a little weird to me. <laughs> we always do. I mean, you know it's going to be a really good day, you know, when, you, when the first message of the morning, before the show even starts, is from Nick over in the production room, it smells like B.O. in here. It's awful. It's awful. Uh, and, and your shoes are on? It's thick. Yeah, they're on. <laughs> All right, well, to be continued. All right, this is my ch song choice. I don't know. I like this little tune. Collective Soul. Where are they now? They're in town, I think. Are they? <laughs> Rock out with your cock out, guys. It's Steve Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Designer Radio, Radio 104, that was a uh, spinal tap moment just before that song. Oh, my God. Did you see Spinal Tap? Of course. Well, remember when they're in town and they're playing, the radio's playing one of those songs and they all gather around the radio and the guy goes, there's one from the Where Are They Now file. I just said that. They're in town on Sunday. I swear I had no clue. Oh, my God. I hope they were listening. They're probably not up yet. But listen, Hear the sound of a gunshot. Lead <laughs> <laughs> Singer just killed himself. <laughs> oh my goodness, they're not up yet. That is, I swear, I did not know. And then you guys are going, they in town on, on Sunday. Hmm. They're probably not even in town yet then. That was a strange band. I mean, they had a lot of like radio hits, mm -hmm. but they never really had any credibility on the concert scene. I mean, they were a real big concert draw. I don't think I've I don't remember ever seeing them. Yeah. I saw them uh, at a show in Atlanta, a big festival, and they were they were really good on stage. They really good. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did some Ozzy. They did. They played cool covers. They were I, really good. I saw a photo of them once. I think a pay per view did a free concert event mm -hmm. with them at one time, and I just saw some footage. And I said, yeah, "Those guys look like '80s guys playing alternative rockers." I, I suspect. Mm -hmm. I don't remember interviewing them, and they would just seem like regular guys. I think they're from somewhere down south, right, Nick? Yeah, they're from Atlanta. They're yeah. hicks. They used to be, uh, <laughs> they used to know the Reverend Dave back from his Atlanta days. Well, who didn't? <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's true, Dave. Everybody knows the Reverend Dave. <laughs> yeah. And he is, like, hooked into the scene. That's right. Him and Chaz. <laughs> yeah. Between the two of them, they started every band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was there at an early Boston's rehearsal. Um, yeah, speaking of Reverend Dave, he just added the House of Hair to his radio station. Hey, great. His new gig. Hmm. Yeah, he, th he threatened that he was going to do it. I wonder if it's in the uh, traditional 6 a.m. Sunday morning slot <laughs> right before... Just to stick it to right you. Right before that show that Beth used to do, whatever that thing was. <laughs> hey, it works so well over Man. at MRQ. Why not? Why not? Good morning, everybody. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Steve Snyder Radio. 
You got to know it by now, right? Uh, we got to recap. I'm looking at my schedule here so I can see what's going on. News, entertainment news, always very exciting. The President's Fitness Challenge is happening finally today. Nick versus Sean. Felatio versus Amatio. The ambiguously gay duo goes at it to find out who the true king is. And then when I brought my son today, they completely thought I was bringing in a ringer, a 13-year-old, and panic set in. <laughs> the 27 and 30-year-old freaked because a 13-year-old was in the room. Yeah, but D, it's another person to poke fun at me. Oh, yeah. Well, he may be, he'll be laughing, that's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sean stepped on my foot in the office this morning. Yeah. Full on. Full on stepped on my foot. Oh. When you take a step over it. Oh, no. I still don't have all the feeling back in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, the fat man needs to lose some weight. <laughs> he was on it long enough for me to say, Sean, you're standing on my foot. I didn't even know. And then he got off of it. What, what are you wearing on your feet? <laughs> Sandals. Oh, my God. Open toes. <laughs> Look at it. It's barely recognizable as a toe. <laughs> it's, it's pulsing. If it wasn't for the <laughs> nail, it was like one of those cartoons. <laughs> the big, big blown up toe on there. Sorry, Beth. Yeah, There are some weight concerns here regarding some of the elements of the President's Fitness Challenge. We've got uh, a pull-up bar in the doorway. We're just concerned that possibly when Sean leaps on there, the actual <laughs> door frame <laughs> will come out of the wall. <laughs> what? If you break it, you bought it. Son. I hope it's not a support right. wall for the building. <laughs> <laughs> right, one of those walls that, that everything else hinges yeah. on. <laughs> so we'll be doing that in a little while. Uh, also, we've got D-Sign Radio Family Feud. Always a good time. And what the hell is going on this weekend? And judging by my the thickness of my dossier, uh, there's a lot going on this weekend. A way lot, including Collective Soul at the Webster Theater. <laughs> Showtime, 730. Uh, do check them out and hear the great hits. Gel. They had, a, they had quite a few, like I said, a lot of radio hits. You, you, you could do worse. And you said they were good on stage? Yeah, I thought they were excellent. On, I was surprised. I thought they were excellent on stage. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised because I wasn't a big Collective Soul fan, really. I think that probably they're going to drop the facade of Alterna Rock on this tour and just return to their glam rock roots. So <laughs> there could be a lot of spandex, big, big sprayed up hair and lipstick and pouting <laughs> with all the hit Alterna hits, you know. Okay. <laughs> hey. You guys looking at the feud questions? No. <laughs> dark yeah, side. Right, dark they side. were exposed for a minute. I didn't realize. Of course, Aren't these supposed to be in a sealed envelope someplace? <laughs> this is so accessible here. I'm very nervous about that. Oh, oh we got a recap. Yes, uh, to do from yesterday's program. Now, is this recap title part of the new throw a dart throw a dart at the wall pick a title yeah. so midgets make me horny <laughs> if that if that fits it's just completely it's just coincidence that's right yeah. uh, and remember we've got these side of radio prize pack to anybody who can actually make a connection between the recap and the title Nick writes I like this new system <laughs> me too how long did it take to do midgets make me horny what no, I was going to say what's worse is how he came up with the name because I asked him, I said, how'd you come up with that? And he goes, well, I was just looking at the picture of the Little Kings. <laughs> <laughs> is that Little People? So is it going to be more appropriate? Little People make me horny. Well, that's... Dwarfs make me horny. You know how they feel about midgets. 
It's like I the know. N word. <laughs> it's the M word. Yeah, I still don't understand that, but it's not for you to understand. Yeah. You're not a little person. <laughs> I guess it's so. for you to accept. There's nothing wrong with a midget. You just think of a little badge or something like that. <laughs> little what? Badge or something. I don't know. Midget. <laughs> a little badge. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, midget is a word. Yeah. Right? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, not referring to people. It's for micro-sized things. Midget racers and midget... can't think of anything else. <laughs> it's like stewardess and flight attendant. I mean, what's the difference? And neither are derogatory, I don't think. I call well. them waitress. They really get upset. <laughs> I'm like, what? When you, You're when bringing you, my food and drinks to the table. What? What? But when you aren't one, you don't get to decide what they're called. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm Italian. A lot of people call me Guinea, and I can't tell them not to. Guinea. You can. That's a height thing and size and weight. <laughs> nothing to do with, you know, your ethnicity. Okay. I can't tell them. When you say I can't. People call me fat. Well. Well, you Your are. point is? Yeah, but what if I don't like the term You fat? can't handle the truth! <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll find some other word that you'll find less objectionable. <laughs> Athletically built. <laughs> Pleasantly plump. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's better. You know what? Your name is Flounder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a better name for him. Let's see. Uh, he doesn't like fat, Beth. What else could you call him? Lardes! Lardes! <laughs> yeah, that's good. Were <laughs> uh, you down with Lardes? Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We will play the recap. Midgets make me horny. And uh, after that, we're going to give away a couple of four packs of tickets to D Snyder Radio Night at the Rockettes coming up real soon next Thursday. I am going to be, I'm figuring, I, I don't want to, I'm going to be a mess on Thursday. Mm-hmm. A mess. I mean, first of all, we can't stay for the whole game because those games go on forever. Oh, yeah. They're indefinite. Yeah, much that I love, uh, certainly would love to, but with game time, when does it start? Uh, the game starts at seven. Right. An average game is in length. Two and a half, three hours. I mean, a baseball game could go anywhere from two hours to, on average, let's say, three, three and a half. But, I mean, they could go four or five. They go extra innings or whatever. I mean, Beth, your normal bedtime is? Eight o'clock. Mine is nine (laughs) o'clock. What's the giggling? (laughs) Well, eight o'clock. That's why I don't walk around like you, a zombie every day. Yeah, she looks healthy. Oh, no, I know, I know. That's Attractive, glowing. It's just funny to hear eight o'clock. Yes. You've heard of the seventh. You've heard of the seventh inning stretch. It's going to be the seventh inning sneak out of the stadium <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to have to get some sleep. Because I'm, I'm going to be hung over from the night before. Hmm. Night before, I'm going to be uh, at the MTV thing, so I'm not going to get in probably to bed till about midnight, one o'clock. Hmm. Then I'll get up for our show at four a.m. the next on Thursday. You guys will be carrying me. <laughs> I'm going to be, arrive in an ambulance. <laughs> to the Rockcats game. But I'll be there, people, if it kills me. You gotta concentrate on what's happening, though, Wednesday night at MTV. You gotta concentrate <laughs> on that. I need you to get I'll right in there, Oh, dude. and I'm ready. I, by the way, that was really good good insight you gave me yesterday. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely with it, because they're gonna be saying, so what do you think of what's going on today, or what's going on, and, and whatever it is, I'm gonna bring it back to you. You know, but I'm with all the you know the resurgence and in interest in the '80s rock and my radio career and sequels, to my movies, you know, coming along, what really pleases me is that my look 
is, is coming back <laughs> big time. And what do you mean? I say, with people like Sarah Jessica Parker and Christina Aguilera oh, yeah. championing yes. the Dee Snyder 80s, <laughs> mid-80s look. I mean, finally, I think my time has arrived. <laughs> my time has arrived. So I'm definitely going to say that to him. That's excess Hollywood material. Yeah. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I figure, though, I figure I'm going to arrive at, Rock, at, at New Britain Stadium to see the Rock Cats pretty much the way Ozzy shows up for one of the Ozfest gigs. <laughs> A couple security people making sure he doesn't fall over and sort of hobbling in. Yeah. Maybe I'll even skip a little rope. You know, yes. just like 30, 40 seconds of rope skipping and then back to my seat. Just to show that I still got it. Okay, taking a break. Coming back. Midgets make me horny. Not me personally, but Nick apparently. Up next on D-Snyder Radio, it's Radio 104. forget all next week D Snyder Radio's going to the Ass Fest. Actually we went already. We did a lot of taping and a lot of interviews with a bunch of the bands that were there. Talked to Kobe Dick of Papa Roach and a couple guys in Crazy Town and uh, who else? Lincoln Park and Disturbed. Oh, Disturbed, thank you. Manson. We talked to Twiggy from Marilyn Manson. So uh, and and we do on a special Shame of the Ozfest at the Ozfest with Mudbone. Ozfest, a special Ozfest version of Sagan's Evas. So it's going to be a lot of fun next week, all leading up to the August 5th Ozfest at the Meadows. I believe the show is sold out. If not, there are painfully few tickets left. Painfully few. You should snap them up. It's more than a concert. Would you say that, Darcy Dave? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Definitely. You, you were just caught up in the magic that is Ozfest. The, the sweat, the, the piercing, the tattooing, the shops. They had a lot of them all yeah. little thing going on out there. It was awesome. All types of booths set up. Yeah, it was a good time. Good times, good times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you need to like pick up any new you know, devil worship stuff, yeah. it's all there. It's good. The latest. The latest. Yeah. The latest in devil worship. All right. Um, all right. We're going to get to recap just a couple quick reactions to things that we've been talking about lately this morning yesterday morning i should say first off uh we've got uh, just a little showing of support for the man show mark from meriden says he thought the man show was great I'd like to know when we're going to be off again <laughs> <laughs> so he can go to the next one and laugh his ass off so he quite enjoyed it cool Okay, that's great. <laughs> Haven't heard a peep out of the uh, talking vagina recently, though. No. She's been very quiet. Clammed up. Then, uh, reaction to our... Uh, <laughs> maybe bearded. Uh, <laughs> Clammed up. You know, bearded. Hi, Beth. We got it. Oh, okay. I, I got it <laughs> Our uh, reaction to uh, to yesterday's recap, which Darkside and I were thought was painfully funny. Again, the word painfully. Beth Lockwood 
quite enjoyed it to most a point, of it. most of it, and then then we left it behind <laughs> when we started getting all stupid and silly. But Thor the Love Warrior said, just want to say that if we ever go to war with Britain, we'll have to watch out for the chattering teeth they may unleash upon us. <laughs> that was very terrifying. <laughs> chattering teeth. You saw those things coming at you. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Run. Get the family. Get the hell out of here. Uh, Mark Thunder says the recap of the British Secret Service using itching power was nonstop funny. I could see the two spies in the room with Q. One, a handsome, tall, 007 type. The other looks like Benny Hill. <laughs> uh, damn it all, says, I bet you did not know what the German... Uh, I bet you did not know that the Germans during World War II were afraid to cross the boundaries in the Arden Forest because of the fake dog poop the English had strewn across the battlefield. Did not know that. As long as your family has not to tell a family secret, my relatives fled Germany from the shame and ridicule and embarrassment. We lost the war from being too trusting. I still hate the sight of fake vomit. <laughs> Damn it all. <laughs> and lastly, SMFDSR Joe Rock says the story was funny as hell. I laughed right along every time you thought of something else to add to the list. Thank you. We're not crazy, dark side. All right, time for a recap from yesterday's show. Uh, aptly entitled, Midgets Make Me Horny. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy our offering. This is D-Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Well, more good news for you, Nick. Getting a raise may be as easy as getting a wedding ring on your finger. This is according to a new study done by Purdue University. It says married men earn 14% more than unmarried heterosexual men and nearly 16% more than gay men. Hmm. You gotta get yourself wow. married, Lentino. Yeah, but isn't that like, I mean, how do they come up with that? You just. Um, they did a uh, survey? Well, hey, yeah, bring but, on the bitches! Let me do the math here, Nick. That's 140 more dollars in your pocket. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. That's outrageous. Yeah. Go a long way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll pay the Yeah. <laughs> I have talked to people who say, though, that when you're interviewing or when you go into a business environment, that. If you're married, people treat you a little differently. Hmm. Well, um, they do. I mean, you can't help it. You know, you see uh, how Clear Channel opened up the pocketbook for Darkseid when they saw that he had a family. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fellas. <laughs> I think I disproved your theory right there, man. Oh, yeah. Somebody's bitch. <laughs> well, every rule has its exceptions, I suppose. <laughs> well, more new research shows that most Americans are eating ice cream at least once a week. Excuse Report me, Darkseid, you'd be better off being gay at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. There's still time. A report okay. by the Mental Consumer Intelligence Place shows 51% of Americans eat ice cream once a week. A whopping two-thirds of ice cream eaters don't even give a second thought to all the calories and fat they consume when this they eat it. Only 6% of Americans refuse to eat ice cream. Now, when I say refuse, does that mean um, eating ice cream substitutes? Is that included? Like, they're talking about hardcore ice cream? Hardcore, full-on, give me that pint of Ben and Jerry's. Let me tell you a story about a little fat boy that nobody loves. Uh, I, I never eat full-on ice cream. Ever. Never? Ever? Not even once in a while? No. I mean, I just, 
the uh, frozen yogurts mm -hmm. and the low fat and the and the fat freeze. Some of them are so good. Yeah, of course, if you AB them, it's <laughs> night and day. Okay, right. but as long as you're not ABing them and you're throwing some, you know, you're throwing some, you know, whatever bananas on top of there, or maybe some low fat fudge or whatever. It tastes great. Dark side, calm down. I said fudge and bananas. He's, look, he's got all he's, he's queuing up everything <laughs> in the farm machine. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, I I just find it completely satisfying. It gives me the whole, you know, get that like Colombo yogurt. Mm -hmm. They're great. I rarely eat the full test, but I'll tell you, sometimes if you go to a resort area, I love to get a soft serve cone, something like mm, that. Soft serve. Just do the real, the real stuff. Yeah. You gotta soft treat yourself serve. once in a while. <laughs> it's ice cream. I can't see anything she anymore. Say, she say hard serve. <laughs> she said soft serve. Get it together. <laughs> Uh, I mean, not that, uh, like I said, the option seems to be always there. Mm -hmm. Whether you go to Friendly's or any ice cream place, they always have, you know, the low-fat substitute. So I've just gotten a habit of eating it, and uh, it's probably for the best. <laughs> it's probably the best. Right now, I don't need any help. Uh, so, anyway. Well, you may or may not have noticed, if you frequent the Subway sandwich shop, that they've changed the way they slice their bread there. They used to cut it with that divot in the middle and take out the triangle. Well, now they've taken to just cutting it straight through in half, like you would probably to a grinder at your own house. Yeah, what's the deal? I haven't been there since they started doing that. Yeah, they always had that divot deal. Mm -hmm. And now they just cut it straight through and they stuff everything inside. And this is not sitting well with 25-year-old Canadian software engineer Steve Din. He is actually spearheading a campaign to get Subway to stop slicing its sandwiches straight through and go back to the original V-shaped trench cut. Son of a I agree. I thought that was a really good way to make it. It held the food better. He claims that the straight cut doesn't hold as much veggies or condiments, and it causes the contents to spill out sloppily. Exactly. So far, he's collected more than 1,600 signatures from disgruntled Subway sandwich eaters who want the chain to bring back the trench cut. But a spokesperson for Subway, which is located right here in Connecticut, the headquarters, says that they the adopted the new slice because it shaves off a few seconds in making the sandwich, and they have no plan in switching back. Now, I will tell you, I do frequent Subway, and as far as fast food goes, it's really my only place where I frequent. And at I will first, have to say that it's my favorite place yeah. to frequent. At first, I was a little taken aback by the new slice because I wasn't used to it. But right. I, I, I kind of like it better, I think. I'm not going to sign no. the petition. Why is that? I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I think I'm because... Ready to sign. I think I just didn't like the way that it was that little tiny slice of bread on the top. It eats more like a traditional sub now, which I like. Yeah? You guys have I, to do I, your own field research. I was ready to sign. I mean, I always thought it was kind of weird, mm -hmm. and then they'd put that slice back on top of it. Right. And then, like, to hold it all together. But it did hold together kind of nice. It did. Dark said, you a Subway eater? Yeah, it's the only fast food I'll really eat. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is that always or now? Now. No, yeah, You're I mean, you have your best commercial. options there. No, yeah. no, I'm not doing it like the commercial, like Jared is. But I, w I, I, now I would Dave sign the petition. I'm gonna hold up a pair of my old pants. You know? you I, know, would, I, mean, I would sign it. You got to think about the 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 owners of Subway and the the hierarchy. When I first found out that this kid Jared had lost all this weight, they had to be so. Excited! My God, this is a bonanza, and it has been for them. It was hundreds. It was over two hundred pounds he lost. Yeah, and it has been a real bonanza for them. Mm -hmm. But when they got a load of this guy, <laughs> <laughs> he 
like a bump on a log. I mean, this guy's got no personality at all. He's all right, isn't he, Jared? Everybody likes him. (laughs) He's got the ladies on the beach. I just saw the commercial. They're putting sand on top of him. I've seen him being interviewed, and he just sits there with that grin on his face, and he's really got nothing to offer. I mean, they're making the best They're making the best out of it, you know, but with him. But clearly, I mean, hey, Jared, how's it going? And he just like waves, and they got all these other. They just they they like go dancers around him. They're polishing it up. It's a turd anyway. You slice it. It's a thin turd, but he's got nothing going on. This guy, but but. Bravo for him. Right. He did something great. And I, I still think I'd like to I'd like to sign a petition, but Sean ate it apparently <laughs> while we were talking. Well, you so, should, yeah. over the next few days, if you get a chance, go get a sub and see what you think about the new slice. <laughs> and you know they have cucumbers now. I don't know if you like those on your and sandwich. And they have new different kinds of bread, too. I like yeah, the different kinds of bread. That really attracts Plus, me. they got different kinds of, uh, like, condiments, too. Like you got to be careful of those, because those that's I where you... All right, I got you. He's like, to go. I can't wait to and, go there. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently uh, Sean, this is good news for you. You can flate Jared for a turkey <laughs> sub. That's good stuff. Anybody, and not just you, anybody can do that. <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> We're back. The laughter never stops on D Snyder Radio. Uh, it's Radio 104. Hey, you know what? I think I'll, what I'll do is I'll just do this. Um, Rockcats, Night at the Rockcats thing, and then we'll do the traffic, and we'll take a break and do what we got to do, okay? So just, people, traffic is coming your way. You know nothing's really going on, so just hold on a second. Uh, this coming Thursday night, I can say that now, this coming Thursday night, August 2nd, is D. Snyder Radio Night at the New Britain Rockcats. We're uh, inviting 300 peeps to go gorilla on into Section 205 to watch the New Britain Rockcats take on the New Haven Ravens. Okay, this is how we do it on D. Snyder Radio. Loud and proud. We've done this before. We've taken people down to see the, the pack kick some ass over at the Civic Center. Well, now we said it's summertime. Let's get outside. Let's do something with baseball. And the new Britain Rockets have got it going on. And we're very excited to head on over there and be a part of the pregame ceremonies on the field. Uh, I'm going to do a little ball throwing this weekend to see if my arm... I mean, see, this is the difference between me... And W. Is there a law that says you have to throw out the opening pitch? No. And uh, tradition is tradition. I don't care. Just because all the other morning show hosts jump off a bridge, I'm going to do it too? I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons he ran, though. <laughs> to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, it appears to be. But on this weekend, yeah, I'm going to count off the 60 feet, 6 inches. Got to make sure you have the 6 inches in there. That's right. And uh, see if the old uh, sinker is still working. <laughs> sinker. Now, now, I want to have it sink on the other side of the plate, though. You know, <laughs> I don't want to, it doesn't do me any good if I embed it in the dirt halfway between the mound and the plate. No. It's sunk already. <laughs> I throw it so hard, they have to dig it out of the ground. <laughs> Thanks a lot, D. You ruined the ball. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to you know, throw a few this weekend and see if I uh, still... What are you laughing about in there, Psycho? I don't know. I just think some... Maybe there's some people out there who haven't seen the new D with the mullet and still picture you, you know, with the big hair. <laughs> and all, all I'm picturing is Ogie Oglethorpe from the Bad News Bears at the huge... That wasn't throw. the Bad News Bears. That was Revenge of the Nerd. No, no, no. Ogie. You think Ogie Oglethorpe? Slapshot. Slapshot. Oh, well, there was another kid who's had, like, the same type of oh, name from the Bad News Bears. Oh, yeah, and he had a huge throw. 
There's always one with the big fro. Well, I don't have the big fro. <laughs> uh, if I'm doing it, I'm wearing a hat and everything. You know, I want to wear the wear the cap, and I'll be there. But I got to try and throw a few this weekend. <laughs> I really wish. You know what, Nick? Let me invite you down for target. Pr I mean, for uh, <laughs> you can catch. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but anyway, it's all happening again. August second, and we're to that end. We're giving away four packs of tickets to callers ten and eleven. Each of you will receive a four pack to join the party. Call eight six zero six 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 forty four forty four. There you go. And you and three friends, no losers who don't have at least three friends they could bring with them. Okay, so uh, come on down, join the fray. It's going to be a blast. And if you don't think you win tickets, you want to come down anyway, Section 205 we're sitting in, so get something near there. And do not wait, because these shows, these shows, these games have been selling out regularly because New Britain Rockets are in first place. They were the last time I checked. All right? There you go. It's, uh, give us a call right now. Now, what's going on? News is coming up. Beth, what do we got to look forward to? Well, I'll give you the update on the debacle with the Waterbury mayor, who's gotten himself in a lot of trouble. I'm really. dying to hear because in New York, it was on the radio. This made national news, mm -hmm. but it was, it was very cryptic. It just said that um, the mayor's been arrested in Waterbury on federal charges, and at the time I called you, I said, Beth, put on your reporter shoes and get out there on the street. Hit the street. I didn't have no idea what he, was, what he did, but I knew it was federal charges. It's not, most people have probably heard by now, but if you haven't, it's not what you expect. So okay. stick around and I'll uh, fill you in on okay, that. Okay, what else? Also, this was a really interesting story, too, about a woman who was in a coma and gave birth. I'll tell you about her and uh, what happened there. It was really a rare thing that happened. Actual evidence that money cannot buy happiness. Starkside Dave and Nick, you'll want to stick around for this story. Which is why it's Clear true. Channel does not pay you well. <laughs> they want you to be happy. <laughs> Do I look happy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's not because of the money. No, no. No, it's not going to do with that. <laughs> Another survey shows that computer geeks actually live pretty normal lives despite their geek status around the globe. Also, a brand new toothbrush that aims to help you prevent tooth decay is oh, coming to a market. That's pretty exciting. I gotta tell you, I'm pretty excited. Also, we'll find out what's happening with comedian Jerry Lee Lewis. You know, the telethon is coming up and he's been suffering from some illnesses. I'll tell you about that. Did you say Jerry Lee Lewis? I mean, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> she did say Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> <Okay>. Whichever. <laughs> and, uh, B.B. Buell, remember her? She is... Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, I remember it's funny. That's funny song. Yeah, goodness gracious. Why, 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 why? <laughs> hey, lady! <laughs> like, I'm the only one who ever made that mistake. B.B. Um, Buell, who is the, was the wife of... Or did she ever marry Steven Tyler? I guess they did marry, right? B.B. That's, that's Liv's mom. Right. She's coming out with a book. And she's telling some... Old secrets. I'll tell you. They've been. They were fighting that book because she had some pictures of of Stephen in there with his Schwanstucker hanging out that she wanted to print, and they stopped him. And I don't know if he had the the Irish curse or what, but uh, but uh, he was like didn't stop the presses. He stopped her from printing those pictures. So I wonder. I'm surprised you that book's coming out. All right. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's all. We have all that to look forward to. And right now, and I've been waiting patiently. Traffic report, please, Psycho Dan. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104.
Monday, we're starting off with a blast on D-Center Radio. It's OzFest week on DSR. we got all sorts of interviews and special features all uh, I don't know, dedicated to the coming OzFest on August 5th at the Meadows. First up, Kobe Dick from Papa Roche. Got to be him in person. He's a little kooky. He's mm-hmm. a little crazy. He has uh, got, you know, nice guy. Yeah, really Definitely nice. a loose cannon. Yeah, we got that feeling. With a loose cannon. Swinging dick. He's out there. Well, not really. He's married for a few years. Seems to be fairly committed to that. So uh, tune in for that for sure. And check this out. How would you like to win my Sea-Doo? You know Sea-Doo, the personal watercraft? You can. That's right. The Snyder's got it for the summer. You can have it forever. All you got to do is register to win at the following locations. Landon Sea Marine in Waterbury, where we got it. Be sure to say hi to the owners, Bob and Phil. Um, it says Bob or Phil. They, they take turns being the owner, <laughs> apparently. I don't know. Bob and Phil. Or Humphreys East in New Haven or Humphreys West in Westbrook all summer long. Just fill out a little thing, stick it in the box. And on September 6th, one lucky listener is going to win my c And my son Shane, the 13-year-old, he's here in the studio uh, right now, and he knows just how cool that c is. We were on there, and I was dragging him behind the tube. <laughs> <laughs> the water was really choppy. Remember that, Shane? And all of a sudden, I see my family frantically waving from shore <laughs> because on some particularly bad, uh, you know, wave, uh, Shane had flown out of the tube and was being now dragged behind the tube, <laughs> desperately hanging on. <laughs> Good fun, right, that's, Shane? That's fun that's, for the whole family, That's family hijinks. Yeah. What was that, Shane? Good time. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I'm like, what? What? Everybody's waving like crazy from the shore. Yeah, and, we're having fun. Uh, I look back there and I just see a hand up over the top of this huge tube we got on the back. And Shane, like, all the muscles in his arm, just holding on for dear life. I'm dragging him through the water. Uh, that was it for you that day, wasn't it? <laughs> but it's a lot of fun, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> we had to pump him. Pump, look at his little pump his stomach, all the seawater coming out of him. That's great. This is a 2001 GS. It's a two-seater. It does like over 60 miles an hour. I wasn't doing 60 when Shane flew at it. The water was choppy. It was an accident. It happens. It does. He'll always remember it. <laughs> anyway, do register. Join the party. It could be yours. Okay. Just a couple of quick reactions to the talking dirty with Beth Lockwood from yesterday. Mm. Has everybody a flutter? <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. Clark's brother says, I must say, I nearly veered off the road when I heard talking dirty with Beth Lockwood this morning. That was some funny excrement. You certainly take your life in your hands when you speak on the radio. Eh, Beth? <laughs> Keep up the great work. And uh, Klepto Kyle says, tea to warm up Sean's stomach, $3. Paper plates, $1. 80 sausages, $45. Beth telling Sean, that's a lot of sausage, priceless. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you got in that swell horse's outfit, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So somebody started. Well, enough of that crap. Time for the news. D. Snyder Radio Headlines. 
Waterbury Mayor Philip Giordano remains behind bars on federal sex charges involving a minor as a federal corruption investigation in that city widens. Giordano was arrested yesterday, and according to the Hartford Current, the allegations involve girls ages 9 and 11. No! According to reports, federal investigators are also looking into allegations of kickbacks. Giordano will remain in custody until at least next Tuesday when he has a hearing in Bridgeport. Governor Rowland is urging Giordano to resign. What a scumbag. Um, do they have papers and pencil in prison? <laughs> they can write on prison stationery his resignation. When I called you, I thought it was something to do with his like $60 million in missing funds in Waterbury. Oh, I thought for sure he was going to carry on the tradition in Waterbury politics and have lined his pockets with a little extra spare change. But this is far more serious, if in fact these allegations are true. And I, and it seems like nobody had any idea this was coming. No. I was boning a lady in that. <laughs> lady, hardly. Oh, it's outrageous. And it's completely outrageous i mean but when you're i mean allegedly thoroughly corrupt i mean i guess you know where does it end where does it stop he's a child molester he's uh married with three kids not anymore <laughs> not anymore <laughs> i just said man it's heinous it's how old are his kids six and one and then one in the middle boys that's i don't know Anybody have any thoughts about that? I mean, you guys are from the state. What's going on over there in Waterbury? It's an interesting place. It's I went always to high had school problems. there. It's had problems in the past. Was Governor Rowland born and raised Governor in that town? Governor Rowland was born and raised there. And uh, coincidentally, now smartly, he did not endorse Giordano when he was running for Senate. And they're in the same party. Probably Seems knew like, he was a pedophile. Well, I doubt he knew well, he was a pedophile. <laughs> you just take the womb. They're not women. We should make that clear. Um, I'm sure he didn't know that he was a pedophile, but maybe he questioned his judgment on other matters. Wisely, it seems. Hey, it's a lady. Giordano, <laughs> a Mexican? <laughs> no, but he was born somewhere in South America. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not Italian at all? No, I thought he was Italian. I think, um, <laughs> I think, what are, what are you getting there? A picture? I'll tell you where he was born. Hey, bring on the bitches! <laughs> That's a quote. Because, see, there have been guineas running that city for a long time, and they've all been corrupt since the 50s. Could it be that once again you are angry at something else and are looking to take it out on me? This will be his defense. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in My honor. He was born in Venezuela, but I don't know. If Giordano, it sounds, it sounds, Nick, like he's Italian, but you yeah, may not have to we, feel as much shame. Are we taking some, have some of us taken some liberties with some of the younger late girls in our community? Yes. You feel shame. I'm not saying it's right. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? This guy's in some, just, well, you're laughing, like he, yes, he, but it's, it's, it's absolutely heinous. And he used some sort of D, as uh, Captain Howdy would possibly have done. It looks like he used some sort of, it's federal because some sort of interstate, either computer or phone lines oh, or something. that's what I was wondering. possibly Why would that them. be a federal thing? Yeah, and the state's getting involved as well. Okay, got to clean things up in Waterbury. Yeah. Clean it up. It's got potential, a lot of potential in Waterbury. I, you know, I like Waterbury. Has there ever been more potential for growth than in Waterbury? <laughs> when you can only go up, I guess you do have a lot of potential. <laughs> we got somebody on the phone. Oh, oh, are you kidding? Michelle, from Michelle is in Waterbury. Mm -hmm. Hey, Michelle. 
Uh, this is it's disgusting. It's disgraceful, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because he already, nobody likes him already, and he's like on, you know, he's he does, my son plays t-ball on his son's, like with his son. Yeah. And he gets out there, and he's the base coach, and he's dad of the year, and he high-fives my son when he hits the ball. My husband's like, oh, my God, he's touched on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's not cooties, but now I'm thinking there might be. You know? his, poor, his poor family. Yeah, that's Michelle was actually saying his kids, you yeah. know. I mean, that's, I mean, imagine, I don't know, his son's the same age as mine. They're both like six. And I just can't imagine how that poor kid must have felt when the cops came in and, you know, mm-hmm. and in the morning. And, you know, they're taking daddy away. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. It's such a drag. Uh, well, Michelle, you know, what are going to do? Well, this guy, this guy, uh, well, it's all alleged. Mm-hmm. It's alleged, but I've got a feeling that... You're going to find them 100% guilty. Something's a mock because... You don't make those kind of accusations idly. You don't drag in a public official. We just think, oh, we think maybe. You got to have something, some evidence to back that up. Well, an explosion at a Manchester pool supply company forced the evacuation of about 100 people from their homes yesterday. That explosion at Namco Pool and Patio Equipment Company sent plumes of chlorine-filled smoke into the sky. Luckily, though, no serious injuries were reported, and most of those evacuated were allowed to return to their homes late last night after air tests showed minimal amounts of chlorine in the neighborhood. Good news. It is good. It was a huge fire, though. Down in Florida, a 14-year-old boy who shot his teacher last year could receive a life prison term today. Yesterday, Nathaniel Brazil apologized for killing Barry Gruno. Gruno's mother and two brothers told the court that Brazil remains a danger to society and must be punished for that murder. <coughs> who said that he must be? The victim's mother and brother. Mother and brother. I know the mm-hmm. wife was confused as to what was the best thing to do with this kid. But I saw some some police officer who testified that the kid made a, a joking comment to him about that um, if he doesn't like the jurors, can he shoot them? Seems like he hasn't learned. Uh, yeah, I mean, now that was obviously over a year ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he said, you, know, you really sh- shouldn't say things like that, obviously to a cop who's going to testify, uh, you know, on mm-hmm. trial. That, but it just... Something's not right in that kid's yeah, head. He's got something not. disconnected. That you know, you can even make a joke like that after after doing something as heinous as that. It's horrendous. A car crash victim who was in a coma for almost her entire pregnancy has given birth to a healthy eight-pound daughter in Cincinnati. Doctors say it's one of the few known cases in which a comatose woman has carried a baby to full term. The mother, 24-year-old Chastity Cooper, has been slowly improving since the accident but still cannot move or talk and remains in a vegetative state, unable to open her eyes. Her daughter, weighing 7 pounds 7 ounces, was born Monday and is doing pretty well. Apparently, they found only eight cases in the U.S. since 1977 in which women went into comas while pregnant, and in none of those was the baby carried to full term. No, Darcy, that's disgusting, perfect wife. What is that? Are you? Is that what you just said? That's horrible, dark side. How could you say that? Could it be that once again... <laughs> And that's what's amazing is that it was two weeks. She was only two weeks pregnant. Yeah, when the car crash happened. What I was curious is if the husband, or is it a husband or boyfriend? Husband. Pretty sure, yeah. If he even knew she was pregnant. I mean, that early on. Or she even knew. Yeah. And that early on, you're usually not even aware of it. That's when you start saying, gee, I'm not really feeling well. 
Maybe I'll get a test. Even even later than that. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, being rich does not necessarily make you happy. This is according to a new study. Scientists investigating levels of happiness have found no matter how much money you have, you always want more. They say the richest people are only 1.5 times happier than the poorest, and that's only because they can more easily buy what they want. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. According to a researcher at University of Southern California, desire for possession rises in direct proportion to people's wealth. And he concludes people are stuck in a pleasure treadmill and never get any happier. So the richer you are, the more you want. Guys, it's true. I know you want to find out for yourself. <laughs> That'd be nice. We don't have to rely on statistics. <laughs> statistics will have to do for now. But it is true. It is true. Uh, you're a rotten liar. No. <laughs> it depends the, on the person. But look what he did. He had all this money, so his lifestyle continually got more grandiose and more grandiose. Yeah. And then... It just, uh, then it becomes... Then when, you, when the money runs out and then starts... But that, we're not talking about money running out. Mm-hmm. They're talking about money being there. It's true. You always set the bar a little higher mm-hmm. it's and it's it's incredibly stupid i don't know what you call it a psychosis but you say how why do i keep doing this then you want first you want the nice house well then you want the nice furniture then you want the nice car yeah, yeah. your nice garage and you keep saying and then, it. And then you're saying well yeah. gee I, it could be this could be that and there's never a point with most people who are making money where they say okay i'm done i just crossed the finish line okay cool and I'm really trying to do that with myself. I'm not doing a good job of it, but I'm really trying to do it myself, saying, you know, wh- how much is enough? This is why you see people who are amazingly wealthy continuing to work until they drop dead. Mind you, I'm not, really, I'm, I'm, I'm well off, but I'm not amazingly wealthy. But at the same time, I'd like to say to myself, you know what, this is a really cool place to be. I, I don't need to be amazingly wealthy. I, you know, if I could just stay well off, it would be great. What? what? Uh, no, I see your point. I just want to be above poverty level for a change. No, I, I, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be cool, I think. Well, what this, what's going to happen is, is, but they said, you know, they said 1.5 times happier. That's 50%. 50 is a, yeah. a lot of happiness is 50%. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. So yeah. it's a lot of, but it's not, you know, that, it's not going to bring you personal happiness. So look at, <laughs> seriously, look how much, how many tragedies or tragic situations or how many mm-hmm. broken marriages and guys who take their own lives who kill themselves. I just read, that woman who just passed away who ran the Newsweek in the Washington Catherine Post. Graham. She, I, I was just reading an article on her and I said, she got the paper after her husband who was fabulously wealthy mm-hmm. killed himself. It was her father's paper first and then her husband was in charge, but he was mentally ill as well. In addition to... Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay, bad example. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of examples of successful people. You hear them all the time who wind up killing, taking their own lives. They're never happy enough. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, it's just, it really is a, is a problem. So. There are people who think that once they get it, they'll be happy and then they still aren't. Yeah, but that said, 50% happier is not bad. No. Yeah, absolutely. That doesn't suck. You'll take the 50%? Oh, yeah. Why not? 25% happy. What the, okay, give you... All right, Clear Channel, give them the money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right. let them find out for themselves. <laughs> they try, look, people try to help you. They try to do you a favor. Clearly, you're unappreciative. <laughs> Clearly, you do not appreciate what Paula and Manuel are doing for you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so open the pocketbook. <laughs> right, we have to get a uh, okay. traffic update from Psycho Dan. All right, this traffic report is brought to you. <laughs>
brought to you by Peter Pan Greyhound Bus Lines. Take your time. A Peter Pan or Greyhound bus leaves every hour for New York City. They'll get you there whenever you're ready. All right, a typical Friday morning commute. Very quiet out there. That accident down in Stratford on 95 North is gone now, so there's no backup on 95 South. 91 South into New Haven also looks pretty good. Route 8 in Waterbury, no problems there. Traveling on 84 East into Hartford. That's delay-free. 84 West, just some light traffic now beginning to build up on the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, no problems. 91 North is also delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, it's a smooth ride. At 716, I'm Psycho Dale with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Well, tobacco giant Philip Morris is apologizing for a company-funded study that we talked about that stated the early deaths of smokers is one of the positive effects of cigarette consumption. My bad. That study (laughs) said the financial benefits to the Czech Republic from duties and taxes outweigh the costs of health care, lost working days, and fires caused by cigarettes. On top of that, they said there were other indirect positive effects of early deaths, saving on health care, pensions, welfare, and housing for the elderly. Let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. For Philip Morris said, we understand this was not only a terrible mistake, but that it was wrong. It was totally inappropriate for us to have conducted that It's study. all good. <laughs> They've now canceled plans for similar studies in Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, and Slovenia. I mean, there's really nothing else you could possibly say than it was wrong. It was very, very wrong of us to encourage death by smoking. My bad. Even though it was true. Yeah, it's true. Oh, is that? But we can assume that. We don't need you to inform us, Philip Morris. They're insane. They shouldn't have funded the study themselves. It's a tumor. (laughs) Are you sure, uh, Dr. Arnold? It's a tumor. Okay. Well, the myth that computer workers are nerds is being dispelled by a study revealing that many actually live, quote, normal lives. Study found that 36% feel family life is their most passionate interest outside of work, compared to only 7% who cited computers or the internet. Almost two-thirds agreed that fixing a friend's computer after work was the very last thing they wanted to do. (laughs) And almost 70% said job satisfaction was their top motivator. So, wait a minute. Job satisfaction. What do you mean it's top, the top motivator? Rather than money. Oh, that they really like sitting there behind the computer? Just being satisfied with your work. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what does that tell us? Nick? Take a computer uh, course. I guess I had to take a computer course. Uh, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. It would have... A lot of our listeners work in, are involved in computers. I mean, you know. Yeah, everybody uses computers now. The whole computer nerd thing is... It doesn't freak so you out. Old. I mean, you know, growing up in Longmeadow, yeah. where things made sense, you That's know, right. there were your jocks, they were the, you know, they were the kings of the school, mm-hmm. and they were your dweebs, your nerds, right. and they were at the bottom. Yeah, and then there were the dirtbags, and they were kind of off to the side Off somewhere. to the side, yeah. and, and everybody understood where they were. Yeah. And along comes Bill Gates, a technological <laughs> explosion. Yeah. Everything's turned upside down. Yeah. The nerds are in the fancy cars and the big houses. The jocks are working for them. Screwed what up the whole caste system, dude. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. I don't know. What happened to the, to the to the you know the caste system that we know and love? <laughs> we grew up. I mean, India yeah. has the right idea, Nick, with this caste system where you're not allowed to move up a yeah. spot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, there everything's people- upside down. That's why you're so effed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you came out of school. You were king of the world. That's right. King of the world. And then all of a sudden, technology. What's yeah. that? 
They're losers Computer. making a lot more money than me. Exactly. Get, getting checks, getting laid on the weekend. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They should be the Porsches. What are they doing in a Porsche? What's Bill Gates? Need a Porsche for he should be in his mother's basement right now. <laughs> exactly, yeah. playing online games. Yeah, yeah. you know, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, see, this is the problem, Nick. I understand. I feel my pain. I understand you. I feel your pain. This is where things went awry. <laughs> Italian designers have created a shirt that rolls up its sleeves automatically when the air gets too warm. <laughs> <laughs> that strikes me as really funny. <laughs> the super shirt is made from nylon and an alloy called nitinol, which returns to its original shape when heated. Sounds like a great idea, but the price tag right now, anyway, for this brand new technology is about $3,700. So, to roll up your own sleeves. Sitting there, they start <laughs> moving slowly, going up. Yeah, three quarter. Is it getting hot in here? God, my sleeves in this room might be going up and down like a Venetian blind. The temperature you're at. That's sitting here in a coat. It's just a light spring jacket. It's a win. I don't know what. No, it's, it's not. It's just a light spring jacket. Open it. It has a liner. It's lining. It's lined. Comfortable. It's, they're comfortable. We'd have sleeves. They make one that the sleeves come off <laughs> the whole when it gets shirt hot. Rips off. No, I just want the sleeves to come off. The Mr. Lentino special. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, they're going to invent one where this shirt tears itself off <laughs> up when you do something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's another bad thing about these incredibly hot days is that people who shouldn't are walking around shirtless just in neighborhoods cutting the lawn and using the sprinkler. Rough sight. Oh yes, yeah. I know what you're saying. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Some of the guys. They <laughs> I'm have, looking at you, dark side dude. They have to be comfortable. You know what? I hear they're working on a pair of pants that uh, that actually come down when sex is imminent. <laughs> they just start. All of a sudden, they open up and start to full come down. Don't bother, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> And you can thank Shane for that. That's my dick. Heads up, by the way. That was Shane who told me. You got to check it out. They got it. That's my dick. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> Panasonic is developing a video toothbrush to help people clean their teeth more thoroughly. It would be great if the pants came down and the music played. That's my dick. <laughs> well, what happens when the girls, do they, do they get similar pants or a skirt that lifts or something like that? That's my birthday. <laughs> it's going to be a noisy club, I'll tell you that. <laughs> what about the toothbrush, Beth? I know this is a story you've been waiting for. So Panasonic is developing what they're calling a video toothbrush, and what they wanted to do is help people clean their teeth more thoroughly. It's an electric toothbrush which contains a tiny camera next to the vibrating bristles. And when connected to a TV monitor, it helps pinpoint food in hard-to-see places. Oh, I know what somebody's getting for the wedding. When teeth aren't brushed properly, food trapped between gums can rot teeth and also cause bad breath. Poor dental hygiene has also been linked to serious lung disease and premature birth and also heart problems as well. But I'll tell you what, I don't want one. Why? I think I do a fine job. <coughs> you don't need it. No. See, Darson doesn't want one either because he just looks at his teeth in his hand <laughs> and he sees any extra dirt on him and he just scrubs them off. <laughs>
<laughs> they come out. Seems really cumbersome to me too. The camera and all camera that stuff like that. When you just the knowledge, seeing if you're not seeing dirt, seeing how good you clean, yeah. you'd be like the Fonz of teeth. You remember the Fonz? He used to walk in the bathroom, he pull out his comb, he look in the mirror mm. and go, "Hey, he doesn't need he it." He doesn't need it. You sit that little camera in there and go. I don't need this toothbrush. <laughs> and you, you just be feeling really good about yourself. I would never. I would be in there all day. <laughs> I had this dream last night. It just made me think of it that my teeth were falling out. That must mean something. Nightmare or dream? Well, it was two molars fell out, one on either side, and I became really worried when I saw that when I smiled, you could see I had these two big holes. So I immediately called my dentist. It was this panic emergency. Did your was your name in your dream, Mrs. Beth? Wallace, by any chance? Welcome to the fold. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Come that on. has to be some kind of dream thing. Teeth falling out. Okay, we've done this before. Uh, I know there are listeners out there uh, who are into dream. We actually have a book, Doc B. Gave yeah, me it's in, in the there. office. We should try and find that. Up. But Beth, who's very teeth conscious, mm. maniacally so, <laughs> dreamt her two molars fell out, and you were freaking. It must have been I was freaking. freaking, I was. They came out with the way Dark Sides did? Where I you had them in there. my hand. <laughs> Just like mine. Just well, like except that. in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Not parts of teeth. That was a great Chunk. day. <laughs> Dark Sides just spit one of his teeth out. <laughs> yeah, great day. <laughs> well, the Coleman Camp Stove Company celebrated its 100th anniversary by constructing the world's largest s'more sandwich. Now, I would have a piece of this. I love s'mores. It depends. Do they walk on it when they were making it? Because that, those big pizzas they make <laughs> with, the, with the mops and stuff, oh. I wouldn't touch those with a 10-foot pole. Of course, people who don't know, s'mores are chocolate bars and graham crackers and marshmallows all melted together, mm. and they're delicious. Mm. It was constructed in Wichita and <laughs> had 4,500 chocolate bars, 11,000 marshmallows, and almost 22,000 graham crackers. How big was it? About oh. 1,200 pounds. Where was it made? In Wichita. How was it made? With marshmallows. No, no, no. Where people, was it like, where people, well, it was made actually it, in the design of a 100 to celebrate the 100 See, those big pizzas, they're always walking on them. Mm -hmm. Can't eat that. And I said, the rules should be you have to be able to eat it. People were eating it afterward. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very good. This is where it is! Sean just... Got down on his belly and just started <laughs> chewing into it like a type Burrowing his way through. <laughs> hey, Beth, we found the stuff in the book. Doug B's book. Uh -oh. teeth. teeth, teeth, teeth. Tell me the truth. Break it to me gently. Okay, you ready? Yeah. If you lose your teeth, you will have burdens which will crush your pride and demolish your affairs. See, now that doesn't sound good. So, uh, uh, <laughs> that, was the that was the bad version. What's the good yeah, version yeah. on that? Good take. There's no good take. It's all pretty, pretty bad. You sure that was your dream? If you lose your teeth, again, read again. You will have burdens which will crush your pride and demolish your affairs. <laughs> Doesn't get much worse than that. <laughs> Pretty bad. Wow. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with you anymore. Julie noted. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a however in there? <laughs> no. No? No. However. Did you lose? I, it's just two teeth. Did you? However. You lost, oh, two teeth? No, there's, there's one for one tooth if one tooth fell out. What does that one mean? For one tooth to fall out foretells dis disagreeable news. If two, oh, here it is, it denotes unhappy states that the dreamer will be plunged into, into from no carelessness on his part. 
If three fallout sickness and accidents of a very serious nature will fall. So, something, up, so something that's not my fault is going to happen to me? It denotes unhappy states that the dreamer will be plunged into. Through no fault of my right, own. Right, through no fault of your own. Yeah, but that could be you inadvertently stumble into the production room after a dog sign lets one loose. It could be that Sean stepped on my yeah. foot this morning. Oh, it's over. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Sean crushed your baby toe. Yeah. <laughs> All five toes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, well, that's a relief. Yeah. You're standing <laughs> on them. Sean, you're standing on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. He's like Vinny Barbarino. Where? <laughs> well, this guy must have had a dream where all of his teeth fell out because a biker over in Germany whose uh, penis was ripped off in a freak motorcycle oh! accident had a new one made from muscle in his arm. <gasps> Michael Gruber's penis, Steve, pay attention, was ripped off by the gas tank of his 900cc Honda when it crashed into a tree. Oh, it was a Honda. Oh, okay. 37-year-old had months of surgery, and good news, though, he can now urinate properly and has a full romantic life with his girlfriend said the doctors made me a new penis from the muscle tissue in my lower left arm surgeons connected a tube inside of the muscle to his bladder so he can urinate properly and can also uh, get an erection on the ground <laughs> over there. Have you seen my wiener? He said, <laughs> Apparently not. They had to make him a new one. <laughs> he said, quote, I flew out of the curve and smashed into a tree and was squashed between the tank and the seat. The tank was ripped, ripped off and with it my penis. No! That's a driver. I was in agony. I, mean, that's a driver. I looked down and it was gone and then I don't remember anything because I passed out. God. It's a bad day. I wonder how many of his teeth fell out in his dream. <laughs> Probably all of them. Well, the Jurgens Company is looking to find out who has the softest hands in the United States. Starting next month, Kimberly Clark will search for the softest hands in America. The person who wins will win $1,000. Softness will be based on smoothness. And hands that don't have any calluses or any scales. However, they do say that softness isn't necessarily a sign of healthier hands. And it's not really practical to have very soft hands if you are in a line of work that requires you to work with your hands often. Judging will take place August 8th in Atlanta. Okay, I think Sean's looking good there. What does it say about hair on the palms? <laughs> anything in there about hair? Doesn't say anything, Sean. <laughs> See, so you're still good to go. Calluses? <laughs> like that? No, calluses are good. <laughs> what are you, a pole dancer? <laughs> yeah. Comedian Jerry Lewis will be cutting back his hours. Hey, you know what, buddy years. of mine, I was yeah. you, this is just what you think. Buddy of mine um, dated a lot of strippers. You know, I know musicians. Uh -huh. Rock stars are the only ones who get those strippers, by the way. So that's, you know, as, okay, I know there's a couple guys going out there, oh, I got one, well, okay. But, you know, <laughs> they tend to like rock stars. And he says he could tell a stripper by the calluses on her hands. The minute they shake a girl's hand or see a girl, you know, out of the environment. Of course, if she's topless in a strip club, it's a pretty good chance she's a stripper. But she just plays a lot of tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, I don't think it's those kind of cows. I think it's, he said it's a very oh, distinctive callus from, from hours on the uh -huh. pole. They're always hanging on the pole. And he says he could tell them, boom, like that. It's a tattletale sign. Pole dancer. To check that out. Yeah, check that out. What is wrong with your microphone?
Oh, well, uh, check that out. Yeah, okay, good. There we go. Comedian Jerry Lewis will be cutting back his hours at this year's 36th annual MDA telethon happening on Labor Day. This is, of course, due to health reasons. Remember, he had been suffering with pneumonia. He's 75 years old. So Not to be confused with Jerry Lee, Lee Lewis, Lewis, the musician. Who also has been suffering from health problems. Yes, he has. Well, they're both uh, older guys. So he's not doing the full 24-hour crying and stamping his feet no. bit. You'll probably see him a few times, and I'm sure he'll do his little song and dance at the end. Well, it's good. It's a, a good thing. He raises a lot of money mm-hmm. for MD. Is yeah. that what he worked for? Muscular dystrophy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Dee, it's too bad you didn't think of this before you had your four kids, but New York man Jason Black is calling this an investment. He and his wife are hoping a corporate sponsor will ante up about a half a million dollars for the naming rights to their baby boy. Going to name their kid a corporate name? They're auctioning off the naming rights on eBay and Yahoo. No bidders yet on either site. And Yahoo's Rich Goodwin is doubtful that any company will be willing to take that gamble, at least not until they see what the couple's current offspring look like. Yeah, and what kind of kids they are and what they do for a living. They said they won't take any cigarette company names or gun manufacturers, but otherwise it's an open field. It's nice to know they have some standards. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, Darkseid's going to name his kid after a gun. Smith and Wesson. <laughs> Smith, Wesson, Wallace. Yeah, that's right. Mossberg, Wallace. Marlin. Marlin, Wallace. Marlin, that wouldn't have been bad. That's a pretty smooth name. Is that yeah. a name of some, there's some wildlife guy, some hunter named Marlin something. I think that's already taken. But I mean, nobody's going to, there's no way, so I have no takers. Zero. Half a million dollars. Well, he's hoping for a half a million, but the, idea, the thing is, you want to put your name on something, you got to know what it represents and right. what it is. Like you don't a stadium. Know kids life, you know, so let's say, uh, you know, Procter & Gamble was just arrested for child pornography mm-hmm. today. Yeah. They can't take a chance. What if he was Kraft Dahmer? Wouldn't look very good in the end. Exactly. What if he was a serial killer? <laughs> you can't take a chance. No. You can't take a chance. I mean, what if, unbeknownst to them... They had taken a shot, and Miss Lentino had the foresight and had actually <laughs> named his son Ronzoni. <laughs> Do you think they'd be happy about his, what he's been up to? No, sir. No way. No, no sir. No, no, ma'am. A German rollerblader is claiming a world record after clinging to the back of a high-powered motorbike, which reached 169 miles an hour. Dirk Auer's high-speed stunt melted the wheels of his rollerblades. <laughs> He wore a biking leather and a crash helmet during the ride, and he said he's very happy that he survived without injury. Spokesman for Guinness says they're investigating the claim before they decide whether or not to recognize it. Apparently, he never saw that episode of The Monsters, where Herman (laughs) tries to slow up Dragula. (laughs) Grandpa's dragster was out of control. Never saw that one? Mm -mm, Classic. So Herman latches onto mm-hmm. the back and he's being dragged <laughs> down the drag strip and his shoes are smoking. <laughs> See, he would have known if he had seen that. Yeah. I think it'd be funnier if it was an accident. The guy didn't mean to grab onto that motorcycle. 169 miles an hour. Wow. Well, former rock groupie B.B. Buell says that Jimmy Page is really a bad kisser. She said his idea of romance is to, quote, spew saliva into a woman's mouth. She does, however, give high marks to Mick Jagger for his style in bed. But she does say that he's a little generic and has no cosmic interaction. Not really sure what that means. Another revelation in B.B. Buell's upcoming book is that Elvis Costello got her pregnant. 
and that his wife tried to get her to have an abortion by telling her that the singer had bad genes and that she would have a baby with seven heads. Look for those revelations <laughs> and more when Rebel Heart is released August 20th. It was originally called Slut, but they uh, <laughs> decided that something a little bit, you know, it was offensive. <laughs> so made her sound a little more special. She's also the one who was dating Todd Rundgren and Liv Tyler thought Todd Rundgren was her father and all this stuff. Yeah. So it should be and an interesting Tyler, oh, She's been around the block, yeah. BB. She was a play, she was a penthouse or mm -hmm. playmate or something like that. Yeah. Didn't we, um, <clears throat> actually, oh, I did one thing just about Elvis Costello. I met him. He's tall. He looks kind of tall. And I was really surprised. I thought he was going to be this little scrawny dorky guy and he's like my size. Hmm. And, and by the time I met him, he had, Chubbed up a little bit. He was mm -hmm. he lost that like skinny uh, Buddy Holly look, and he was like pretty stout, mm -hmm. big guy. Hmm. Did not know that. Yankees over Detroit fourteen eight last night. Red Sox beat Toronto six three. Philadelphia over the Mets three two. Great day, sunny, high in the mid seventies tonight. Clear, cool down into the fifties, and tomorrow again sunny and near eighty. It's fifty five at seven thirty seven. Well, you wanted it, people. You got, actually you didn't want it, but we're doing it anyway. Okay, because <laughs> that's how things work here on Tucson Radio. We do what we want. The President's Fitness Challenge, it all started a couple weeks ago when Nick and Sean were doing the usual trash talking, what it, how out of shape, what pieces of crap they were. Actually, it sounds more like Nick's MO and Sean just desperately trying to defend himself. Yeah, Nick challenged me. And I said, well, you know, my kid just got the President's Fitness Award. See, it's a little patch there, Beth. Remember mm -hmm. those? I wanted one of those so bad. I didn't get it. Just missed it. That's okay. You can live vicariously through your son. Yes, I can. And uh, I live vicariously through all my sons. Mm -hmm. Every, all their, everything they all... Between, that's why I have so many. Because between all of them, I'm about to cover all my missing bases there. <laughs> a little bit of sports, a little bit of brains, a little bit of athleticism. Get it all going. Art, drama. Um... So we said, hey, well, let's go and let's see how our guys fare with the President's Physical Fitness Challenge. Now, I'm looking here, and the age is from 6 to 17. They don't go past 17. It says specifically designed for young people, kids whose bodies are still growing. And uh, we've got curl-ups. Partial curl-ups. Do we have some definitions on these things? Yeah, those are sit-ups, and the I what I got off from it is you have a choice. You can do either one, because I think the they have a, a higher requirement if you do partial. But we'll decide. V-sit, reach, sit and reach. I'm glad my son Shane's here, because, uh, well, besides to point and laugh at Nick and Sean, also that he can actually, he's taken the test himself mm -hmm. and did quite well, so you can tell us. Then there's pull-ups. Right angle push-ups. I don't know what that is. Uh, there's a bunch of different events. So we'll get to all of them. Some we'll do. I'm going to do every one, obviously. I see we've darkened out the running. Sean claims that he has a, a long-standing injury and he can't run. I, I really... No, I really do. I have... No, I'll bring in the x I believe for you. Nick's you just... Look, Nick's not fighting. You, you don't, don't say too much, dude. Because we can always just have you run and see how you do. I could run on longer. <laughs> I've got a, oh, damn, I got the uh, I got the flip flops on today. Damn. Oh, <laughs> oh, very nice. Did 
didn't bring my running shoes. Yeah. You wore flips, flip flops to the president's business <laughs> challenge. And jeans. Yeah. If you're not going to take this serious. <laughs> no, I'm going to squash the kid like a grape, like the meatball that he is. All right, we, we are going to have to adjourn yeah. to the next room for this, for the yeah. festivities. Uh, we got some remote mics. We're set up in a bigger room to give these guys, you know, when you got these. We've got athletes like Nick and Sean. You got to give them some room, you know, a little stretching, just a little warm-up space. You don't want to cramp them. You don't want to crowd them. No. All right, so taking a break, coming back. These Saturday Radio's President Fitness Challenge is next. Emacio versus Felatio. It's going down. Stick around for these Saturday Radio. It's Radio 104. What's up, D? It's T. Lee. And this is T. Lowe. From Methods of Mayhem, man. Just saying what's up on Radio 104. So crank it up, baby. D. Snyder Radio. My peace! Yeah, just chilling in the strange land marination station, kid. D. Snyder Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're going to get back to the old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Radio 104. All right, we're in the production room. Very exciting. A lot of, lot of, a lot of excitement in the air. There are athletes are warming up. <laughs> Nick and John just smoked a cigarette to get ready. <laughs> well, your fingers are warmed up. That's for sure. That's for sure. Hey, uh, all next week it's on D Sider Radio. It's Ozfest week, basically. We went to the Ozfest. See what happened was. I wanted to go down and check out the Ozfest and uh, figured, you know, what better way? You know, sure, anybody can go down locally, be part of the scene, but to head out on the road, that's old school, guys. That's old school, getting out there, getting on the bus. We all headed down. I called up uh, Sharon Osborne's office. I said, Sharon, I've known them for years. Listen, I've got a radio show. They know I have a radio show. They know what I'm doing. And they said, hey, we'd love to have you down there. They gave us all access. Complete. We go anywhere except Ozzy and Manson's dressing rooms. But other than that, we go anywhere. I mean, do you really want to go and see what's going on in Ozzy's dressing room? Not particularly. No, it's just a lot of Ben Gay, <laughs> smell of Ben Gay, and you know, rub down. Rub down. Just guys, <laughs> just guys groaning and complaining, and oh my, oh my, libido's up again, and my sabbatica. All this. Uh, anyways, so we got all kinds of interviews, special things going on. It's going to be awesome. So, do tune in all next week. Everything's just sort of geared toward the Ozfest, which is happening August 5th at the Meadows. Most of you know that by now. And, oh, one other thing I want you to know is we have a new feature starting next week called Hypothetically. And that's where you send hypothetical questions to us at Captain Howdy at ClearChannel.com. You know what a hypothetical question is? It's like, what if... And I've been using this one all along because I don't want to ruin anything, even though I'm ruining one here. You know, potential question, what if Nick needed a kidney transplant and you were a viable donor, the only viable donor? Would you give up your kidney? <laughs> Another country heard from. Dark Side's got the laughing going, guys. Nick and Sean, they're, they're getting ready for the uh, competition. Are so. you in pain, Sean? No. He's stretching. Oh. He's, he's doing I'm a stretch. sorry I mistook that for, for severe pain. This is, is the degree of preparation going on over Stressing there. Stretching the, cat, the uh, hamstrings. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Well, uh, Nick, I see you, uh, you're doing your warm-up. 
This is what you used to do out on the field of honor. <laughs> Standing here coughing? Yes. Yeah, this is my warm up. You no, know, didn't you do some sort of regimen or anything back in the day when you were a Oh, sure. I worked out all the time. So why, weren't, why wouldn't you be preparing a little bit? Oh, it's mind over matter right now. I'm just going to have to take them. You should you know? finish your hypothetically thing while they stretch. Yes, out. you stretch. Yeah. So hypothetically, you know, you send that and then we'll round table it. You know, would we give it up? Would we give up that kidney? We're going to take it around the table. So send them to us at CaptainHowdyClearChannel.com. Uh, now, time-wise, what do you got there? Uh, I have about seven fifty. Seven fifty. Well, let me get traffic, and then I've got some. I've got some reaction geared toward. Oh, he took his shirt off, Beth. <laughs> Even Shane screaming. <laughs> a nice little pouch you got there. Did the girl slap it? <laughs> nice. Um, anyway, uh, I don't want to read. We've got some reaction directed toward the whole fitness challenge, which I think is very apropos right now. So, Psycho Dan, traffic update. Hey, see, I'm showing my age right here, Beth. This is where my age really shows. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm out of step with the times. In my day and age, Traditional footwear was worn out there on the field. I didn't realize that um, that mandals were acceptable footwear in an athletic event. Yeah, sometimes it's you know not how you play the game, but how you look while you're playing the game. Okay, and and, and so there is a psych out factor in there. A guy sees you come out in mandals, he goes, "This guy doesn't give a crap." Oh sure. Yes, he's completely psyched out yeah. and and revulsed by your toes <laughs> as well. Uh, okay, some reactions here uh, from Clark's brother who says. Uh, Subject, fellatio versus show. the stakes are high. D, if fellatio versus Amatio, uh, what in fellatio versus Amatio, what would be a good contest would be if you had a friendly little wager on the side. How about this? The loser must face punishment for his disgrace. I can think of nothing else worse than being locked in the booth with dark side and no gas mask for an entire show. Uh. <laughs> you see their faces? That's <laughs> uh, just a suggestion. Uh, I don't see Okay. Um, Joe Rock says, uh, I got to put my money on Nick. Sorry, Sean. You're looking trimmed down, but you're not in army shape yet. You might prove him wrong, but we'll see. Uh, by the way, he says, P.S., I'd put my money on Dee's daughter, Cheyenne, if she was competing. <laughs> <laughs> She's four and a half. Uh, Don in Berlin has a couple of new nicknames, possibly. What about the Tidy Ball Man versus the Michelin Man? Yeah. <laughs> Those are good suggestions. Uh, Genghis John says he's got to go with Sean being the winner. Figures that uh, he, he's ahead of you, two longs to one. Okay. And lastly, uh, well, Mystic Meg, just you know, just an sort of overview with all this talk about you two going at it, and the, and the, all the insults we we give you guys. She had to go online finally and take a look, and was shocked to see that Sean is cute. Yeah. Oh, said so go for him any day over Nick, especially since Sean seems to be in full command of the link between brain and mouth. Says we should give Sean a break, Mystic Meg. Exactly. Well, uh, you know what? And you could walk away with a presidential patch today. I don't know about that. But. Well, oh, at least if not the patch, certainly the honor of saying, and I'm in better shape than that loser who's always giving you crap. Right. And well, who are you going for? 
I, I think they're both going to sort of just fall on each other in disgrace, mutual disgrace. Well, Nick has not stopped coughing since he came in the room. Yeah, that's been a problem. I was morning. going to go with Nick, but now I'm a little nervous. He's going to fall apart. Oh, you know what? I left. Uh, oh, you know what? I left Klepto Kyle, who had the best one of all, because he sort of handicapped the whole thing. Oh, he put a handicap. Yeah, up? yeah, he handicapped the race. And uh, oh, we have people coming into view. Sorry, this is a closed presidential <laughs> challenge. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he had a really good letter. Basically, he just sort of took a look at everything. Nick's history, being a Lancer, having mm -hmm. been physically fit at one time. Yeah. Okay, and, and now being relatively trim. Sean, having been in the Army. Army training, sir! <laughs> yeah, he was Army trained, and, mm -hmm. and he's also motivated feels that he's he's driven to prove that he's right although nick no humiliation seems to slow nick up so if nick has one defeat it won't stop him from rising for the next one mm -hmm, so he went back and forth but he thought that sean ultimately had the edge because of the cigarette thing hmm. now he said you smoke more than sean I, is that true yeah how much do you smoke a day would you say honestly your mom's not listening okay. 27, 30 cigarettes a day. <laughs> okay, and where are you at, Sean? About 20. Huh. Okay, That's I th think uh, Cup yeah, it's splitting here. That's why I think it's going to be a dead draw. Two losers laying on the floor, gasping for air. That's what I predict. No, like fish out of a bowl. There's like flopping around. I'm pissed that I ate that girl's cheese sandwich a little while ago. It feels like a rock in my stomach. Yeah, and I told him stupidly. I was like, Nick, I wouldn't do that before a competition like excuses, this. Excuses, excuses. This is the arrogance. Let's go, this boys. is the arrogance. Let's do it. Okay, what are we going for first? We've got five events. Can I have one of those sheets, please? Because yeah. it breaks them down here. For five events, we've got curl-ups, or are we doing curl-ups? Sit-ups. Sit -ups. We're doing full sit-ups, sit or we're we doing the partial sit-ups here? Sit full sit-ups. The V-sit reach, which is basically very simple. All you got to do is sit up. Shane, how that work? And see how far past your toes you can reach? And we have, Shane's giving me the nod, yes. Um, now, what's, how's that different from the sit and reach? Well, it says or. Oh, is that or the sit and reach? Okay. All right. So we'll do. Oh, I see. All right. So V sit reach in uh, inches. The difference is centimeters mm -hmm. or inches. Okay. Then we've got pull ups, and we have a pull up bar to that end. Mm -hmm. And finally, push ups. Yeah. Okay. So I think we should start with the sit ups. Definitely. Gentlemen, Beth has the watch. So what do we do? I have to do this in a minute. Yeah, One minute. Should we do them separately since it's, uh, so we can really appreciate the yeah, agony? Definitely. Or, okay. And who's going to count off, Psycho? Um, I'll count them. And who's all, oh your feet have to be held. That's right. Psycho. Hold each other's feet. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Great. You know, you think you could have worn some socks? Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's you have to hold each other's feet. Okay. I'm taking my mic out of the holder so I can witness this yeah. full on people. I want to capture the majesty that is the president's dental challenge. Fitness challenge. Well, who's gonna go first? Somebody get down. Who's gonna set the okay, somebody go first in this Sean. one? Sean's getting a sit-up position. Beth will tell him when to start. Okay. Ready, set. Oh, I'm staring at his crotch. Go, Sean. One, two, three, four, five, He's six, seven, oh. eight. He's slowing up a little bit. Nine, on, ten, eleven, Push it, fatty. twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You give it encouragement. Fifteen. Come on, fatty. Sixteen. That's pretty good. Seventeen. Eighteen. Oh, you fell face down. Nineteen. Wait, fall face down. Oh. Twenty. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. 23, he's determined, Beth. 24, this isn't too shabby. Determined 25. Problem. <laughs> 26. 
27. 28. Oh, like you never had your head down by his crash before. 29. 30. Come on, Lourdes. 31. Look at that. Look at him. Look at One him. more, Tubby. 32. Keep going. Is it a minute yet? 33. 34. <laughs> this is painful. Oh, my God. Time, time. 34. 34. 34. Not bad. We're going to write this down. <laughs> Beth, write this down. All right. Hold his feet. You got to write down 34. There you go. I feel uh, good. All right. You all don't right. look good. Oh, I feel now, good. Now, <laughs> just to be a favor, is somebody else counting along? Shane, count along. I mean, not out loud, just in case I stop to make comments <laughs> because I don't want to lose count. I mean, every every sit-up counts in this yeah. event. You did All good, right. Chubby. You did good. That was you're pretty <laughs> impressed. What did you think of that, Nick? Um, slightly impressive. Thirty-four. That's tough yeah. to beat. Thirty-four. All right, let's yeah, go for it, man. What did Cody get again? Was that forty-seven? I thought he was in the thirties. No, it was, it was 47. We had to argue it was 45 or 47. Oh, well, it, let's... Because presidential yeah. was 45, I believe. But anyway, not bad. All right, we're going to check. There's a point value to each amount scored, by the way, in the 17-plus oh. category. So, Beth, let them know it when this... It said right there that 17-year-olds should be able to do 55. So, just okay. so you know, Sean. 17-plus, <laughs> I mean, what are they supposed to... Be? 73 would be uh, 73 would actually be a you know a, a 100 score so actually he scored how many did you get there he did 34 34, 34 you got around uh, a 40 yeah you're 40 right. I think no no I'm sorry but 34 would put you in the 10 percentile not uh, bad not bad 34 oh, 30 mod seven-year-olds should be able to do 36 okay not bad. oh my god no I'm not holding his legs he just farted <laughs> Are you kidding? No. <laughs> oh, the whole that's off. It's disgusting. Give me that position. It's gonna happen. Oh, that's help. not. Wait, 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 I, this is not in my contract. Get my agent on the phone. Okay. So that was unfair. What do you mean unfair? I'm, gonna I'm the one doing this. He's holding your legs down. His head's relatively in your crotch, and you're breaking wind. I couldn't help it. Do you see how my legs are? It just kind of popped out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right, we're getting the clock ready. All right, on your mark. Get set. Go, Nick. One. Come on, you two, piece of crap. Three. Come on. Four. Nick go. looks a little stiff. Five. Six. He looks pretty good. Seven. Doing good, eight, piece of crap. Good form. Nine. Lose. Ten. Did he fart? No, not yet. But Eleven. stinks to high heaven over here. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Eighteen. Lose. Nineteen. Lose. Twenty. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. He's pulling up on it. Twenty-three. Twenty-four. Oh, he's farting away. Twenty-five. Twenty-six. Twenty-seven. Oh, no. Twenty-eight. Twenty-nine. Thirty. Thirty-one. Fifteen seconds oh, to go. He's gonna, Thirty-two. He's gonna beat me in this. Thirty-three. Damn. Thirty-four. No, he's you tied can't him. Do another one. You can't do another. Thirty-five. One. He's shaking. You can't do another one. <laughs> Thirty-six. He quit. He's done. He quit. Time. Thirty-six. He beat him by two. Oh, that's good. That's what the seven-year-olds do. Yeah, thirty-six. He's <laughs> got you in the Nick. You moved it to the twentieth percentile. Okay, Nick's uh, the 20th percent, a little bit ahead. Now, do you feel there was any advantage to having a number set ahead of you?
to aim for? I mean, you want to go second on this next uh, this next event? Absolutely. Okay. Well, the next event is a simple one. It's called the V Sit Reach. Shane, would you mind? My son Shane is here. Who's 13? Has taken the presidential test. Could you just demonstrate the V Sit Reach? Or the, you've done it, right? You can't do the. V Oh, you couldn't? No, you couldn't get it? Okay. Well, how is it done? It's the only thing my son says that he missed. I would assume it's when your legs are stretched out like this. No, 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 no. Next to the shoulder, the form. Put your legs together. It's just a matter of stretching. See how flexible you are by leaning forward with your hands over your feet and toes. And you measure. Okay, and you measure. Shane's showing him. You measure the distance. How far past your toes you can reach. Is that what you do, Shane? Okay. Okay, pass your toes. And it's really in inches. It's in inches here. Okay? It says that a 17 plus, uh, I can't find a... Uh, should, should be able to go 7 inches. No, actually, I thought it was 100 percentile. It was 12.5 inches past their feet. Well, 7 is what you have to do to get the... Um, oh, is that right? Okay. So, sh okay, you're going first, Nick. Yep. Let's see the reach. Okay, who's measuring? Who's got the tape measure? Uh, wait a minute. Where's that tape measure? Okay. Right oh, he's got it on the floor. Okay. Uh, step back, Shane. So you're holding his feet? You're allowed to hold his feet? Okay. You reach forward, Nick. Go the distance. Psycho, you get the measurement on there. All right. He's pulling his tongue. No, the pull. Don't pull you can't go it's farther a reach. than that? <laughs> you to, wait, no, no. Sit, your hand's got to go out over your toes, yeah. between your toes. You can't be free. There you go. Oh, wow. There you go. There you go. Can you bend any farther, Nick? He's looking at like... Six and a half inches, I think. Right, Shane? About six and a half. All right, six and a half inches in the V-Sit reach. Pretty good. Yeah. Not, not too shabby. Six and a half rockets you, rockets you into, wow, the 75 percentile, almost 80, Nick. Very nice. Okay, now, Sean. Okay. Okay, get on the tape. The tape measure in place. All right, yep. Sean, you got a little bit of a tire. The Michelin Man, this is where the Michelin Man name comes in uh, as a disadvantage. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Sean, reach! Oh, no, down the middle. Barely made two. Past your toes, Sean. Past, past your toe. Uh, okay. No, I said go. <laughs> oh, you, you went? Oh, okay. I'd say two and a half inches max. <laughs> two and a half inches max on the reach. We thought this would be a weak, That's not that a, good. Weak, uh, a weak position for you. It, you know, but you know what? You can feel good about this, Sean. There's actually a minus category here. Oh, that's good. So you, what, what is that, Shane? Shane's. He's supposed to touch the ground? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we're we'll going to go with we'll, this. Yeah, we'll well, that's close enough. Clearly, Nick can reach further. Uh, and that puts you, two and a half inches, puts you in the 38 percentile. Oh, Crowd has gathered. Quite a few people have gathered in the room now. <laughs> yeah. One guy decided to be somebody passing the kitchen. A lot of interest He's in this. He's hiding from his boss. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of interest. All right, our next thing. Uh oh, this is going to be big, Beth. This is pull-ups. This, is, I think, is the most difficult. Most difficult event. We've got a pull-up bar. Uh, hopefully, it's secure. Well, look, it's a lot of concern about Sean actually ripping the door frame out of the wall. Uh, if that happens, like I said, you break it, you bought it. This is Clear Channel. So let's keep that in mind. That's the way it works here. Well, I think officially uh, Nick should go first because, I mean, that last thing really yeah. didn't get much inspiration. All right, take the mic, Psycho. And again, is this a one-minute time? How many you could do in one minute? Uh, just as many as you could do, Shane says. Because there's no way you're going to do one minute's worth. So, uh, so, 
and we want full extensions, that means you have to bend your knees, son. Uh, your elbows have to come down. If you if you if you don't if you don't you got Shane, it's you have to almost lock your elbows, almost. So so Psycho, you're there very close. You could be the best judge of if they're what's counting and what's fair. So it doesn't matter um, if my hands are forward or backward. Uh, no, that's a it's a different pull up. It's a reverse pull up. So you want to do it reverse like that, yes, yeah. and almost locking at your elbows. So none of this. Bullcrap ones, which are going to be pounding out, I know. Here, okay, no bullcrap is a real deal. Psycho. Until we end, until we can't do anymore? Yeah, until right. you can't do anymore. Okay. Is that, and Psycho, you do the count on here, okay? All right. And let's make them fair, make them good. You ready, Nick? Here we go. And one, two. He's struggling. Three, three. four. I'm impressed. Good. That's five. five. Six, seven. seven. Eight. Eight. Make sure you extend. There you go. He's doing fair. You don't be locked out. Just, you know, an extension. Ten. Ten. Oh my God. Uh, yes, eleven. He's gonna go for one more. Uh, eleven. Uh, eleven in the seventeen percent top. Wow, he's up there in the 75 percentile now for I, 17 plus. I will say that I think that Nick has, again, a distinct advantage because he has so much less weight to pull up than Sean. Maybe that was the idea behind wearing the mandal. Was <laughs> a, a lighter shoe. No, Sean, for as fat as he is, he should have big arms then to pull himself up. Okay, but he, yeah. I mean, he's pulling more weight. Yeah. Okay, so, ready, Sean, you've yeah. got the mark this 11. Is this is pretty quick. Mm -hmm. You're not, you don't seem confident. <laughs> No, still upset about losing to the sit-ups. Okay, well, this is your chance to pull ahead. This is going to be significant. Make it good. You've got your best judge, the man who likes you most more than anybody down here, Psycho Dan, doing the count. So I'm sure it'll be a fair count. I'll cheer you, Arch. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay, let's go. One. Okay, okay. You can't jump, Sean. And you're not pull, you're not you're doing you're not even going past the right angle. You have to extend. Yeah, you gotta come all the way down, Sean. You weren't coming all the way down. Plus he jumped so none of those off counted? the ground. No, they did not no. count. Look, you can't have your arm at a right your arm has to be not locked out, but it's gotta come down like that. You were doing a forty five degree angle with your arms. That's unacceptable. We'll give you another down. shot. You'll we'll be, be okay. disqualified. We're throwing you the first one. <laughs> it was clearly a jump. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here you go. Whatever you are. One. One jelly donut. Two, two jelly donut. Three jelly donuts. Four, four jelly donuts. Five, five jelly donuts. Six jelly donuts. Keep going, Sean. You can do it. Go, Sean. Jelly donuts. We'll give eight. them eight. We'll give them eight. Okay. Mm. I'm starting to see the writing on the wall here with eight jelly donuts. You did good, Jimmy. Sean. You did good. Rocket him into the uh, 50 percentile. 50 percentile. All right, one more event, gentlemen. Yeah, it's just the push-ups. <sighs> it's push just the push-ups. You seem confident at this point, Nick. You feel good? This is... A little tired. A little tired. <laughs> okay, now the this is a, a pectoral workout. It's not really an arm workout. So you might think that you're exhausted from doing the pull-ups, but really using very different muscles here. Yeah. So um, chest have to come close to touching the floor, right? Supposed to touch Head the floor up, traditionally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got um, we we what do you, Shane has to touch the floor. Your chin has to touch it. What are you saying, Eric Anderson? As big as a fist. Who's a, what is it going? A, 
palm underneath it. Oh, okay. Touch the palm. That would be fair. Somebody put your fist underneath the chest. Uh, anybody ever, you know, you got bigger hands. They might want to use your hand there. <laughs> Could you put a baseball glove on that hand? Is there a any basketball? <laughs> a little ball. Okay. Uh, you'll put each other's fist under the chest so the person has to touch it. And the form has to be good. None of this flopping like you're having sex thing. Okay. This is a crotch flopping on the floor. It's called the right angle push-up for a reason. How many you can do it's in not a, a you push-up. No. It's a right angle push-up. It's just how many you can do... In all. In all. Right. In all? First, right? yeah. Is that right? There's no time limit on this? Is that right, Shane? No time limit? Shane agrees. No time limit. Okay. Are uh, you ready to go, Sean? Well, uh, he was opposed to his inspiration, but Nick's prepared to go. Nick's, go. Nick's, Nick's going like to go first. Nick, will you go first? He's winded. He's winded. <laughs> you had a chance. Fair, though. That's, uh, you want the inspiration? Oh, you're way ahead, first. dude. You're way ahead. <laughs> okay, this is a chance. All right, so give him the number. Give him advantage. Put the fist under his chest. You have to touch the fist. Okay, I said your fist, not your face, Sean. <laughs> I don't know what else. Put your it. sandals. Okay, you want to take the sandals off? Okay, he's getting ready. Well, that's some some position. There you go. Ready? Ready and begin. One, One two, form looks good. three, four, yes. five, six, Good form, nice seven, and strict. Eight, he's, he's done a nine, few of these out on the field, Ben. He looks like 11, he's been in good shape at 12, some point in his life. 13. If the body remembers. 15. Of 16. 17. He's going to be crippled 18, tomorrow morning. 19, <laughs> he's going to need 20, a cigarette right after. 21. 22, is he touching or is this a shirt? 23, 24, uh -oh. 25, those tears 26, I see, Sean? 27. Oh, well, I, think it's, I think it's good. You, you don't get breaks. 29. All right. 30, 31, 32, 33. Some heavy breathing. Yes, he is. 34. Okay. Damn it. And 35. Uh, 35. <laughs> 35. 35. Oh, that's good, Nick. Uh, I was looking at the pull-up short. Okay. Get in position, Sean, because this is a uh, toughie. 35 puts uh, you in the 45 percentile. Oh, that's not that apparently, uh, yeah, apparently uh, these 17 pluses can do a lot more than that. 53. <laughs> apparently. 53 is the mark yeah. for the presidential. So uh, you fall short there. Sean, you look ready. Um, how are you feeling about that that mark you set there? Um, feel pretty intimidated. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, well, what do you think? Uh, well, we'll discuss what, what, what where where went wrong. What happened, Sean? But first, I mean, I'm feeling positive. This could be a big one, big pull ahead here. Uh, just just forget numbers. Just charge. Give it everything you got, son. You're the pride of fault line. Remember that. You're the pride of fault line. Okay? Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I just hope, I'm just praying that the body doesn't break away from the arms at any point during this uh, exercise. It's just, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be tragic, really. Oh, my God, the arms have actually torn away from the, from the shoulder sockets. Oh, the, the, the humanity of it all. Are you ready? Get in a push-up position. Okay, touch the fist. And begin. One twinkie, two twinkie, three twinkie, four twinkie, five twinkie, six twinkie, seven twinkie, eight twinkie, nine twinkie, ten twinkie, eleven twinkie, twelve twinkie, thirteen twinkie, fourteen. 
15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. It's not like he's going down very far. 26, 27. He's a man possessed. 9, 30, 1, 2, 3, 4. So maybe those weren't man boobs. Maybe those pectoral muscles. That's his advantage. See, you can't bend up like that. 39, 40. When your stomach is that big, you don't have to push down as far. 42. All right. If he stops, that's. 43. We're going to have to stop. 40. 44 Twinkies. 44. All right. 44. Sean, you liked confidence there. Yeah. You were intimidated. That, my, my words, the pride of fall line flying in your ears. You got me through it. Yes, the pride of fall line. 45, well, 45 puts a rockets him into the 70 percentile. The, the bad news is that in no category would either one of you have reached the 17-year-old standard. Uh, no, I don't think the <laughs> presidential is going to be hanging over the Lantino fireplace at any time soon. I know your mom had a spot for it. Yeah, yeah well, let's just, just everybody will cover that back up with that piece of statuette or whatever you got she over there. Out of space yeah, I know. I know. Well, the big winner... Overall, do we have? Can we? Is there any way of telling that, or is this something that needs calculating? Well, three out of four categories uh -oh. were won by the music played. I think <laughs> yeah. the decision has been made. Wanted man is blasting over here. Nick Lentino, ladies and gentlemen. Pride of the Lancers, dude. The pride, really, you had the Lancers in front of you, the image of the Lancer purple, oh, the yeah. color. Yeah, I saw that Lancer riding away in the sunset. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, some dirtbag from Enfield's going to take me out. Oh, you all, you'll be, you won every category except the push-up. Yeah, which really disappoints me. Uh, I should have beat him in the push-ups. I, I know I had to do a lot of those in his little military training for a while. But the thing is, his stomach is so big that he goes down like... Half an inch. Yeah, you know what? I've seen these guys. You ever notice these guys in the um, some of these guys in the gym are doing? You know, they're benching like mm -hmm. 700 pounds, but their chests like are so big and their arms are so short. They're actually like, throwing it up about three inches. <laughs> they got the shortest throw in the world. I don't know. He's like, Wolfall! you know, like, uh, well, Sean, you really thought you had this kid, didn't you? Yeah, I. You know what? Hey, the best man won. I guess I got to get uh -oh. back to the gym and the fat boy music's playing. <laughs> No, but, you know, for him to discredit me and my push-ups, hey, I was out there. I was doing the push-ups. Oh, yeah. I, I beat him in push-ups. That's all there is to it. He's too weak when it comes to pectoral muscles. So your basic feeling is you'll push people away in a violent situation. Right. You're, you're, ready, you're, not, you're not ready to get in there and actually throw some blows, but you're ready to shove off and run. Well, <laughs> his hand was hitting my chest each time, so, I mean, yeah, that Fair was, is fair. Right. I yeah. mean, at least give me some credit. I'm giving him some credit for yeah. Getting out there and beating me. He said, well, he did give you credit. He said you uh, were fat and <laughs> you didn't have that far to go. Seems to be a little bit confused about his chest and his fat stomach and which is which. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We're taking a break. We'll come back. Well, we see, in spite of all the cigarette smoking, that seven cigarette difference, that's really not that much of an effect. No. It's no, it's, really, it's splitting the hairs there. Off your life. Yeah, and uh, I was actually <laughs> overall quite surprised they were even in that good of shape. I, I am as well. Honestly, I just expected you guys are crying in the corner. <laughs> I don't think either of them will be mobile tomorrow, but today yeah. is a glorious day. You remember, you see the crying game? When yeah. the guy found out that the woman he was in love with was a man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was laying crying in the shower? That's what I pictured That's you guys. You yeah. <laughs> so, But it didn't happen. It was very different than anybody expected. So we're taking a break. We're coming back. The entertainment news, I believe, is next. You're right, too. Beth, I know you can't tease us, but I'm sure it'll be 
enthralling. Stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. He needs controversy to keep him famous because of his unfortunate dearth of talent. Shut your mouth. D. Snyder Radio. It's always nice to meet a fan. On Radio 104. I can't sell this, man. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. What is there to talk about? Oh, let's go. Oh, we're not gonna take it. Starting to sound like somebody we know. On Radio 104. Get Hey, all next week on D-Standard Radio, it's OzFest week. Going to OzFest. You know, I know people. That's how things happen. Mm-hmm. Put in the call. Call up Sharon. Hey, me and the morning show want to come down. No problem, D. Love to see you. You know, not everybody can do that. What do you think? handful of people get that recognition. How many morning show personalities think when Ozzy walks through the door, goes, Hey, how are you? Stumbles over, gives you a hug. How many? Uh, two handfuls at best. At best. At best. At best. The fact that he can identify me at this point is a, is a miracle. Or himself. Speaks volumes. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> how I got here? I hate when that happens. Turned into Arthur right before my eyes. On Monday, we'll be uh, actually interviewing the guys. We're playing an interview we did last weekend with some of the guys, JBJ and Trouble from Crazy Town. They had some interesting things to say. Also, <laughs> oh, D-Sider Radio Night at the New Britain Rockcats. It's happening this Thursday night, August 2nd at New Britain Stadium. Want to join the party? Be call number 860-666. Wait a minute. Call 860-666-4444 and be caller 10 or 11. Each of you will receive a four-pack of tickets. Four tickets. So you can gorilla in with me, Beth, Darkside, Nick, Mudbone, Sean, Psycho, everybody to New Britain Stadium, loud and proud, 300 strong. We're sitting in Section 205 if you want to join the party. Got a letter from Don in Berlin. Said, make that 309 because I'm going with a friend and I got seven more people going. We're getting tickets right near you guys. Nice. That's right. The more, the merrier. The more, the merrier. These night of Radio Night at the New Britain Rockcats happening next Thursday. Call now. Win a four-pack of tickets. What can I tell you? Also, uh, you know what? Let me get a traffic update before we get into the news because we're kind of delayed and people out there need to know what's going on. And I do have some reaction that I do want to address about that whole subway controversy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Psycho Dan, please. This traffic report is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. Starting off on the Parkway northbound out in Stratford, we have an accident on the Sikorsky Bridge. That is slowing things down just a bit. Traveling on 84 east into Hartford. A little bit slower on exits 43 and 44. Not too bad after that. 84 west. Still steady traffic coming in from exit 56 leading up to the downtown tunnel. 91 south into Hartford is delay-free, as is 91 north. No problems there. Traveling on Route 2. A little bit slow still from exit 4 getting up to the flyover. 91 south into New Haven. A little bit slow down by the 95 Merge. Traveling on 95 south. Once again, out near exit uh, 35. The highway's closed there. Uh, backup is to exit 39 now. Only the right shoulder gets by. Traveling on Route 8 in Waterbury. Just a little bit slow going through Waterbury. 829. I'm cycling out this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Uh, by the way, you know, I mean, just to, don't want it to be all bleak. 
you know, the numbers you guys just racked up. I don't know. They, they actually seem kind of proud of themselves. I was pretty impressed, <laughs> especially with the pull-ups, because I think those are difficult. You may not have made presidential, but you did in one category. Nick? Yeah. You would have made presidential in the seven-year-old category. Awesome. So you did make presidential. <laughs> Sean, sadly, you didn't make presidential in any category. <laughs> Bummer. Even the six-year-old. Even six-year-old. <laughs> Don't get lower than that. Uh, some reactions, things we were talking about yesterday. Apparently, we were talking about DMV. And I was talking about the number system we use down on Long Island. And uh, Michelle wrote in to say that in Enfield, they use a number system. You don't Great. have to wait in an owing line. That's Massachusetts, though. No, it's Connecticut. That's Connecticut? Mm -hmm. I was getting confused. So not only was Enfield across the town line from Longmeadow, but it was also across the border. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Border. Oh, that serious other side of the tracks. <laughs> sure. Big time. Huge. Okay. Um, let's see. Frank, I'll never grow up now. Blados from Mattituck, Long Island, said yesterday's On the Road with Mudbone was great. As always, I laughed my ass off. It got me thinking, will you guys ever do D-Day 3 at the new amusement park they've got there? Six Flags over Beirut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fun rides there. <laughs> uh, and then regarding our subway conversation, uh, let's see. Jordan from Suffield said, I'm glad this subway conversation controversy came up the wedge cut was only as good as the person serving you that's a good point <clears throat> i didn't even realize that because now that i think about it most of the knuckleheads would cut the wedge like an inch thick mm -hmm. then they'd stare at the roll bread and realize there wasn't <laughs> enough room to stick the ingredients in so they'd rip out some of the guts of the bread and you'd be like mm -hmm. hey i'm paying for that that's true i didn't think about that p.s was that you on the hood of that convertible in Wee's big adventure yes it was and somebody actually wrote in and said that was one of the worst movies they ever saw I beg to differ. Hmm. Tim Burton's early work. Um, Michelle Z says, after hearing the story on Subway changing how they cut their roles and the controversies that followed, I felt compelled to have Subway for lunch today. I loved it. I much preferred the hinge over the U-gouge. I do too. So I never really understood the U-gouge concept anyway. <laughs> In theory, it's good, I think. But you're right. If someone cuts a really bad, mm -hmm. a really, a, a, like a lowercase U, it doesn't work. Right, and then they would. They'd dig it out. Jordan's so right. You're so right, Jordan. Then we were talking about Sean going, you know, possibly getting a job at Subway Flip. Says, I don't know if Sean fits the image Subway's looking for in an, an employee. They're looking for people that slim down from eating subs, not <laughs> get bigger. Maybe Sean would fit better at Blimpies. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And lastly, damn it all. Subject, I'm glad you outed him. He says, Thursday, you guys did something I thought no one would do. That is out that dork Jared from the Subway commercial. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. That guy is the stupidest blank-staring brain-dead geek I've ever seen on television. Have you noticed his insipid slight head nod? Next time you see him on a commercial, I don't care which one it is, look closely. He has the same dumbass head, head nod every freaking time. And he's never uttered a word. Granted, he did lose some weight, something I'll give him credit for. But how about buying a personality with the money you're getting on those TV spots? <laughs> Very angry. Now, in Jared's Damn defense, he was just regular guy before he was discovered yeah, by yeah. the marketing geniuses at Subway. In fairness, not everybody is made to be on the air. Right. He never probably pursued a career in acting or television, although I uh, hear he's, he's reading the script for Terminator 3 right now, <laughs> as is everybody else in this world. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he was just dieting. Right. And then word got back. He, wasn't he was even, on Oprah, yeah. and then Subway said, get this guy. They came after him. 
Yeah, well, he didn't pursue it. So I, I don't. Where's Jared from? We know it's Long I have Island, no idea. New York, Queens, or something like that. Whatever. If you're listening, Jared, you know we're busting on you pretty heavy. You're just a regular guy, and you know you did a good thing. Congratulations! And he's got to be cleaning up on this commercials. Good. I know what they get paid. He's cleaning mm -hmm. up. All right, you can stop calling people. Good. Jen from New Milford and Kendra from New Milford, both won Rockettes four packs, and they'll be coming to the show. Maybe they can carpool. But now it is time. That is the way we like it for a little entertainment news. Well, I'd like to start off, if I might, with some good news for a change, and that is that Oscar winner Katherine Hepburn has been discharged from Hartford Hospital. This happened yesterday after eight days there after a minor infection. 94-year-old actress was released at 10 a.m. yesterday and then returned to her home in Old Saybrook, according to spokesman James Battaglio. She was admitted July 18th for a minor infection. She responded well to treatment, but needed to stay a little longer to regain her strength. <clears throat> Very good, Kate. Congratulations, and uh, you're beloved. She's a, she's a, I don't know what it is. A legend. A legend, more than that. I mean, what she represents an in icon. the film. An I, that was the word I was looking for. She's an icon. I'm glad we got her here in the state. We just lost Jack. It's good to keep her around. Mm -hmm. And Paul, we're doing pretty good. More good news. Paul McCartney and his girlfriend, Heather Mills, are engaged to be married. Paul and Heather said today, this is a statement, they would like to thank their relatives and friends for all the great support they've shown them since they met two years ago. He's 59, she's 33. They met a couple of years ago. I don't know if you know her story, but she was a model and she was struck by a police motorcycle and lost half of her leg and then got involved with charity work for getting prostheses for people who need them across the globe. And they met at a fundraiser a couple of years ago and love blossomed. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Good she Paul. looks a little like Linda. Does okay. she? I think. That's his, that's his type. Prettier. She was a model. Um, but yeah, blonde hair, thin face. Yeah. This is, uh, by, the, by the way, this is a Lennon song, isn't it? I know, but it's the coolest one they had in the computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't have any wings? <laughs> no, they don't have wings. No wings at all? No, not a single one, no. Surprise. What are they playing over there? Is it, doesn't wings qualify as Rock that rock. What is it? Uh, I think you're right. Classic rock that yeah. rock. They had a couple. Junior's Farm. Jet. <laughs> Live and Let Die. Jet. Live, ooh, Live and Let Die. Ooh, that was rock. GNR covered that dark side. I know. It did a damn good job. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. I thought the cover was pretty good. Well, Mariah Carey has checked herself Live into... Live and Let Die! <laughs> yeah, Ethel, if you like Ethel Merman doing <laughs> uh, The Beatles. Oh, that's not right. So Mariah Carey has checked into a hospital for, quote, extreme exhaustion. That's according to her spokeswoman. Cindy Berger would not say what Carey's symptoms were or hooters, which hooters, hospital hooters. she was at. Berger said Carey's busy schedule contributed to her illness and hospitalization. She has a new album. She's also been in a couple of movies. She's canceled all public appearances, including her performance next week at MTV's 20th anniversary celebration. Oh, she was the headliner. Yeah. She, she did these... We're covers. ready for our close-up, Mr. DeMille. <laughs> <laughs> Filling in for Mariah Carey. <laughs> Mr. D. Snyder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right on. Bring the house down. Uh, D, yeah, we lost our headliner, and we hate to ask, but... We have the David Hasselhoff of Sweden. <laughs> D. Snyder. <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's getting a very thorough examination oh, over yeah. there at the hospital where she is. Checking Top to bottom. Every inch of her. You got to. Nice yeah. beaver. You got to. to. Internal. 
Schwing. Body cavity search. No want to miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> I see that we're not letting Shane's appearance in the room distract us. Don't I do not want you to trim anything. (laughs) If he understands it, then then that's my problem. That's your problem. Exactly. Do it in the butt. Well, you don't have to go crazy. Now, I hadn't heard anything about this, but this is according to columnist Jeanette Walls, who writes for either the Post or Daily News. I don't remember which one. But anyway, she claims. That Pamela Anderson and Kid Rock are planning to get married in Las Vegas in the next few weeks. Have you heard anything about that? Well, I, I have heard that they have been socializing, that they've been together in a couple situations. Kid Rock's been cleaning up. He was with Cheryl Crow for, for a short time. And I saw her with uh, Pamela Anderson in a picture. And they were hanging out together. And she likes rockers. She, oh, she loves rockers. She likes the bad boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Kid will uh, do her good. So I don't know. Is it, so this is the only person making that claim? It, she's at least the first. Well, jump out there. But I haven't heard anything. Nobody's get, I, I haven't received a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a drama, drama loosely based on the life of Marshall Mathers III, better known as Eminem, and his experience as a suburban Detroit hip-hop singer who became a superstar, will be shooting around that city in September. It's going to be a movie for the big screen. So far, it's named Untitled Detroit Project, but that will probably change. Probably. And Eminem will apparently star in this movie. Oh, he's playing himself? This is interesting. That's kind of odd. If you're playing you, playing a character that's like you... Maybe they yeah, get, but why, he's, why would he let anybody else do it? No, but I mean, why not just say, okay, it's my story. This is, you know, giving you what, give me the story of my life. Other people have done that, haven't they? Played themselves. I know that Joan and Melissa Rivers did it. Did they? Mm-hmm. For TV. Oh, I was going to say, it was a non-event. I don't know, has that ever been done? Someone in a, bio, a biography about themselves, mm-hmm. acting as themselves. Never seen it. I can't think of it. Precedent on that one. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's a pretty big one. Howard Stern. Oh. Private Parts. I would say that's precedent. Yeah. I wonder if anybody else. I don't know. But I, it's a good way to break into acting, I suppose. Go for it. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Play yourself. Go for it, Eminem. Well, another movie that's coming out soon is Original Sin, starring Angelina Jolie and Antonio Banderas. And the early line on this, it's another one of these... It's so bad that critics aren't getting an advanced look. Oh, that's always a tell. This is according to the New York Post. Yeah, we did that with Strange Land. Um. <laughs> Antonio Banderas is in this. He plays a turn-of-the-century Cuban plantation owner, and Angelina Jolie is his mail-order bride. This thing was filmed a while ago, and mm-hmm. they've been kind of sitting on it, waiting for a time to release it. And I don't think they found a good time. <laughs> it just, it's one of those movies that you watch the commercial, and you go... I see no reason to see this film. Boring, boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe there's come some steamy sex scene between Angelina Jolie and Antonio Banderas. Deal. But yeah, it's completely ruined with Antonio in it. <laughs> like it was by herself, maybe, <laughs> or a <her> brother. <laughs> well, people were asked who has the brightest smile in the United States. Teens were asked. Besides you, Beth Lockwood? Well, I wasn't in the running, in my defense. Okay. 
But the winners, as far as male and female, Britney Spears was chosen to have the best and brightest smile. Pretty, pretty bright winner. smile. Yeah. And Freddie Prinze Jr. won in the male category, just beating out Heath Ledger. And coming in second for the women, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Is this like a teen, where teens voted? Mm -hmm. Teens were voting. Because where was uh, Horse Teeth? Hmm. Um, oh. Yeah. Hello. I'm Mr. No, not Ray. you, Nick. <laughs> Julia Roberts. Oh, She's got a hell. I mean, I've got to give her that. That smile lights up the room. Wow. Well, Nick, you have invested in some crest brightening strips, have you not? Yeah, I got that. Crust? Crest. Oh, Crest. Yeah, and some, uh, I think it's called Rembrandt toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. But what I think is stuff. happening is that the whitening strips are battling the coffee and the tobacco, and yeah. it's just a draw. Yeah, I, I think you need a scouring pad <laughs> and uh, a paint scraper. Actually, my teeth have gotten a little whiter. It's the bottom part of my teeth. I got some real big cigarette stains there, which is... Why don't you just go for cleaning? Are you still on your dad's... Oh, you can't possibly be on his Well, you can't possibly get the stains off with just a cleaning. Yeah, I need Not those kind of stains. They can do amazing things with those cleanings, actually. And, and, and didn't you, weren't you uh, involved with a dental hygienist at some point? Yeah. Was she caring for your teeth up to that up to that point? Yeah. I, the last time I actually was in a dentist chair, I was in her chair. How long has it been since you've been to the dentist? Uh, like two years. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm willing to bet. I'm going out on a limb here, Beth. Mm -hmm. But if you were to call your ex-girlfriend... And yeah. tell her you'd like to come down and, and uh, have her work on you. I think she'd be more than happy. <laughs> yeah. Sharp implements in your mouth. I'm sure she would too. Yeah. I'm sure she would too. Well, that's going to have to be removed. Come out toothless. <laughs> a Manhattan judge says she wants a psychiatrist to evaluate actor Robert De Niro and his estranged wife. They've had a custody battle brewing over their three year old son, Elliot. That's the only issue. Apparently, they settled all the other money issues and everything like that. And it seems like they're coming close to settling this one. The problem was that his wife, uh, something Hightower, Grace Hightower, said that because of his lifestyle, she didn't want the son to have unsupervised visits with Robert De Niro. What lifestyle is that? Is he, uh, she says he, has an exp he just lives a lifestyle that is too wild. Well, he's one of those. Actually, how do I know? I don't hear anything about him in the in the tabloids. Oh, he keeps it quiet. Yeah, very quiet. Well, so mm. and what do they say about her? Well, he claims that she has an explosive temper. Okay, so they're just doing. So I mean, it's no big deal. This isn't like because she thinks they're both nuts or something, mm -hmm. is it? Everybody, take cover! She's going to blow. <laughs> do we have any? Uh, we have any De Niro sound bites? Nothing. Yeah, but who's gonna who's gonna touch De Niro? I mean, you can't talk to that guy. You know, or accuse him of anything. He's There's scared. something about that bowl of fur that just puts a big smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got it. Are you looking at me? That's mm -hmm. him? Yeah, that's the arrow. What's that from? That is that is from uh, Meet the Parents. Hmm. <gasps> he was actually talking about oh, his cat. cat. Yeah. That's right. How much he loved the cat. Mm -hmm. That's right. So dark side made it dirty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who would even have thought of that? <laughs> Besides dark side. <laughs> Well, you know, Madonna's on tour, and she was at Madison Square Garden the other night, and the latest line is that these kilts that she's been wearing, which is her new thing, look for that on runways and on the streets of New York and other fashionable cities, because like she's done in the past, she's setting the latest trend. So Darkseid, the kilt, 
is in. Coming, coming back. Coming back in style. Thanks to I'm going to ride that one into you. That and, the, that and the trout <laughs> shoes. Trout <laughs> shoes, yeah. kilts. I thought I thought you were gonna have some story that she, you know, hasn't been wearing underwear or something like that, and the high kicks have been, you know, blowing away the front row. Well, that's the tradition with kilts, isn't it? You're not supposed to wear any. Yeah, it's old school. You go uh, commando. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. It just swings. Just hangs. They don't tie it up yeah. or something. And, yeah, depending on the person, they may tie it to the leg. I mean, Strap in, it in yeah. Braveheart. Don't they? I mean, you know, running at the battle yeah. and you're like you're ringing like a bell down there. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. Wouldn't that warn the enemy? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> hey, Psycho, are you ready? Your balls are showing. <laughs> Not yours. <laughs> are you ready to do traffic? Sure, if you guys are right. Well, it is uh, it, our last traffic break, so let's tell people what's going on. Awesome. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Traveling on 84 East into Hartford. That is delay-free. 84 West, just some light traffic from exit 56 leading up to the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South is delay-free, as is 91 North. No problems there. Route 2 is a smooth ride. 95 North into New Haven. There's glass by exits 48 and 49. It's shut down there as the DLT tries to get that out of the way. 91 South into New Haven is delay-free. 95 South. Police still dealing with that accident by exit 35, so that's probably going to be there for a little while longer. Route 8 through Waterbury is delay-free. At 846, I'm cycling down with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Just a couple more things here. The writers at Law & Order are going to write a spin-off about, sort of, the Chandra Levy investigation. Yeah, I heard it's they were considering that. Ripped from the headline episodes that involves a Chandra-like missing intern and a politician under suspicion. Yeah, yeah. And a con- what is that guy's name again? Gary Condit. Condit-like actor. Right. Yeah. Who, they're trying to get William H. Macy, who I know has been in Law & Order before. And I think he'd be good. What did you see him in? Oh, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. He played the uh, the dad in that movie. I always liked him. He was so great in Fargo. Oh, he's a tremendous actor. Mm-hmm. Well, Calista Flockhart, who you know had been friends with Robert Downey Jr., and of course he was arrested for several different drug offenses, and now there's word that her brother, 40-year-old Gary Flockhart, appeared for arraignment in Superior Court right here in Bristol, Connecticut, earlier this week on charges of heroin possession and trespassing stemming from an arrest July 12th. I guess Gary Flackhart is acting as his own attorney, and he's asked that charges be dismissed in exchange for his successful completion of accelerated rehabilitation. No word from Calista Flockhart or on whether or not she's helping her brother. Hey, a lot of people have these these siblings who have problems and what have you. For a long time, Dark said you were that sibling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, you and your brother actually. have kind of gone back and forth on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't bail me out though. <laughs> what do you mean he wouldn't bail you out? He wouldn't bail me out. At the, at the times that I was getting in trouble where I was that black sheep, Yeah, he wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah, he would now. You guys weren't getting along back then. Yeah, now he probably would. He'd, he'd pony up the money. What do you mean probably? Pro- probably. You're still not sure? Uh, yeah. Maybe it depends on what you did. Yeah, I think that, that'd be it. If it's something that like shamed the family name. He'd get you, know. you out. Yeah, like I said, unless it's something that like shamed the family name, you know what I'm saying? Like what? You do that every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's not illegal. I know my brothers and my sister, any of them, I call any of them, they would bail me out. How about your parents? I feel confident. Not 100% sure about that. (laughs) I wouldn't call them right away. No. My dad being a cop, my mom being a church-going woman, they frown upon uh, anything, you know, that's not right Mm -hmm. and proper. So uh, they, I, they would not be high on my list to call. What about if, say, well, Jesse, is he 18 yet? Yeah. 
Would you bail him out right away, or you let him sit there for a little while? Oh, bail him out. My my father always would say, I don't know if this is a threat, but certainly my sister and I, neither of us ever got arrested, so we didn't test it, but um, something along the lines of, you'd probably rather stay in jail than call, <laughs> than call us. <laughs> it was effective. What about you, Nick? Um, Who'd you call? Hmm. I call one of my sisters, I think. Yeah. <laughs> They'd love to uh, hear from you. Yeah, I mean, I might call, like, I don't know, when I was thrown in the long metal holding cell <laughs> for a few hours, I called one of my buddies. I didn't call Why were you in the so long metal holding cell? I got arrested for a couple empty ice houses and stuff when I was like 19. Empty ice houses? What's that? Beer. Beer, yeah, in my buddy's car. Long metal police took us in. You're a badass, weren't you, man? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, wow. Yeah. Those times. Good times. Yeah. Good there times. Was some other Cruising stuff. with beers. Yeah, but um, in the metal. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to call my parents, but I think I'd call my parents now and just be like, "Hey, listen, I'm in jail. Get me out of here." They wouldn't care at this point. I don't think they'd be surprised. I'd just be like. You know, if it was my dad, I'd be like, Dad, don't punch the wall or anything, but I'm in jail. Another on a long list. Would you be hoping that your mom answered? Yeah, I'd be hoping that my mom did, but I know no matter who answers, my dad's coming down to pick me up, you know what I mean? So that's Mm going to be a long ride home, but I I just give up, you know, I've given up. The thing with you is that you know it's, I would know. That you couldn't be for anything really serious. Mm-hmm. It'd, uh-huh. it'd be stupidity, right? Not murder, <laughs> rape, no. arson, yeah. you know, yeah. grand larceny, anything right. like that. It'd be like, mm-hmm. oh god, <laughs> what do they do? Catch you? What do they catch you Trespassing, doing? Trespassing, something, <laughs> like something that, dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So the minute the phone yeah. call came, you were in jail. Yeah. So I wouldn't suspect that. The same, mm-hmm. you know, same goes with Beth. My God, if she got arrested, oh my God. <laughs> what are you doing? Protesting? <laughs> protesting as some sort of toothbrush <laughs> offense or something? What am I, wood? <laughs> well, what do you mean? Well, you're saying, you know, oh, it'd be something dumb. I didn't for get them. to you. I don't think I suspect that any of you did anything. Really significantly wrong. I can wrong. see Darkseid hitting some guy in the back of the head with a crowbar. At this time, you. Okay, yes. But I would think it would be in self defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Darkseid wouldn't start it, but if someone got Darkseid going, I mean, Darkseid would finish it off. Well, I mean, you have to. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, you know, I mean, now a few years back. Uh, I don't think his parents or his family members might have been as positive of, of you know, that the reason he was in jail wasn't something worse. No, when I got arrested, I just, I didn't even call him. I just sat there. <laughs> I sat there until they let me out. I wasn't even going to call him. I'm like, I don't need uh, a phone call. Thanks. I'll sit here. I had a buddy of mine in the next cell over. So we were just sitting there waiting and <laughs> I wasn't even going to consider. Sit it out. That's old school. That's, yeah, what that's what I would have done. We you just out. sit it out. You just <laughs> sit it out. Basically. And forget about Psycho Dan. We all know about him. <laughs> Never convicted, but we all know about him. All right. We're going to take a break. Coming back. The feud. Yeah. Let me ask you a question now. We have the feud coming up next. Are we going to have time to get to what the hell's going on this weekend? I don't know, but I have so many good things going on this weekend, <laughs> D. I really want to do the weekends. I, I know, I know. Should we save this feud and, and do the weekends? or? Yeah, let's do weekends and then we'll discuss what we could do with the feud. But um, the feud's a good one. There are good questions on there, so we could even get a bigger sample. Maybe we should do a reduced feud. But how do you score Don't that? we just save it for Monday. Yeah, well, Monday we're we'll starting the whole uh, OzFest. We got a special... Mm. Special edition feud that we're going to put that together, which is kind of nice. 
So um, all we could do a double feud. We'll want to do what the hell's going on this weekend next, and we'll see what yeah, we'll do we'll that. See what we do. Okay, people. Okay, because you know it is the weekend. You're out. You're about. I mean, I'm looking. I got tons of stuff on here. Things I didn't even know about. I mortally offended Collective Soul earlier this morning. So uh, we're going to do what the hell's going on this weekend next. And it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. I assure you, you've got every reason to stick around and keep listening to D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I offended. He has a name. You call him by his name. D. Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van Buslin. There's, there's something. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. See my peeps? Can't wait. What do you want? Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Have you heard about hypothetically? Well, hypothetically, we're doing a new thing next week called hypothetically. Uh, I guess it depends on whether or not you people actually send any hypothetical situations for hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> so uh, what we want you to do is, you know, send like a hypothetical situation, question like, it's the one I've been working with because I don't want to ruin any. You know, hypothetically, if Nick needed a kidney and he was going to die and you were the only donor, matching donor, would you give him a kidney? Hypothetically. Then I'll go around the horn, and then I may say to Beth, you know, what would you do? And I may say to Darkseid, I'll say, Darkseid, what would you do? You know, and Darkseid will give his answer. He's given his answer a few times already. I don't think, uh, <laughs> he's, I think the answer is, dude, you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> It's over, Johnny. <laughs> Hypothetically, if Sean was bitten on the head of his penis by a venomous snake, and the only way to get to save his life was to suck the venom oh. out, oh. dude, you're gonna die. We're gonna do that. We're gonna I am going to have to go with D on that one. Come on. None of you would help me? Oh. <laughs> Who do you want me to call? You next to Ken? Uh, <laughs> it's over. Isn't it's over, Johnny? If there was ever it's, it's over, over, Johnny. Yeah, that's for sure. So, so over. over. So over. That'd help you guys. So, <laughs> sure you would. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think we need to be bitten. All of a sudden, Monday, come, Monday Sean comes in with his new pet snake. <laughs> Anyways, so that's hypothetical. So if you have a hypothetical question for us, send it to us at Captain Howdy at Radio 104. Captain Howdy at Clear Channel. I'm sorry. Captain Howdy at ClearChannel.com. Hey, did you see that Regis the other day ac accidentally said, and Kathy Lee with Ooh. Kelly representing next to him? That's bound to happen. Yeah, well, he said, hi, welcome back to Regis and Kathy. Uh, this and the audience and she just looks at him she goes just call me the new girl <laughs> uh, so, and the new girl anyways it happens hey Radio 104 Fest it's coming it's selling really well of course why wouldn't it it's legendary when I came up here a couple of years ago you know I was just blown away the first time I went to the Radio 104 Fest sold out 25 bands 25 bucks at the Meadows the vibe was just like very cool. You know, because I'm used to going to like metal shows where there's a lot of ugliness and hostility and the potential, the threat of violence overhead, like just hangs in the air. Oh, school. Like you know? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Dark Side, right? 
there's a you know feeling of imminent danger. <laughs> and there's something to be said about that in a positive <laughs> way. But that's a whole different attitude. Didn't feel that at 104 Fest. Was just really friendly, upbeat, girls, guys, everybody having a great Scooters, time. A lot of those. <laughs> A lot of those uh, great bands, tons of great bands, local bands, of course, international acts like Blink-182, Saliva, Alien Ant Farm, Sum 41, Scapegoat Whack, Good Charlotte. Uh, this has been on here, right? Is it, uh, Crystal Method's been added on the bill? Yes. It's great. It's great. So tickets are on sale right now at alltickets.com locations, Meadows, Box Office, Strawberries, Coconuts, LaSalle Music. Or you can charge by phone, 203-265-1501. Or purchase online at Radio104.com. You see, Radio 104 Fest, it's like, and I don't, I don't want me to say it's it by, it's not by any means like, uh, I don't know, uh, adult or mature. But like I, I bring my family up there, and I let them go in mm -hmm. and then wander around with security. But still, I, <laughs> but I still let them go out, and they, and they love it. They can't wait. They're stoked. All my kids, I want to see Blink-182, Sum 41, two of their favorite bands. They're like just stop. They're, they're, they're chomping at the bit to go. So we'll all be up there. The show will be up there. We'll be signing autographs. We're spending the day. It's Labor Day, September 3rd. Okay? And uh, by the way, 5 p.m. today, Chaz will be announcing the rest of the lineup. Oh, wow. Great. It's all done. It's all over but the shouting. This is where it all begins. <laughs> 25 bands for 25 bucks. Yeah. I was going to say that you know, wouldn't it be cool if maybe like Sean's band got to play? Let's don't just don't even that. say things that you can't possibly make happen. Well, why not? This is where it all begins. Oh, Sean. You're just teasing me. Well, I'm not teasing you. <laughs> it was a tease. I'm not teasing you. I'm just <laughs> saying that, you know, we give Fault Line a lot of coverage on the show. Uh. And I'm sure that they'd be a, they always have a, like a local stage, don't they? Mm -hmm. How many stages do they usually have at that thing? Three. Three? Mm -hmm. You know? And wouldn't it be like, you know, I think there'd be people be interested in seeing Be awesome. Nick and, I mean, not Nick, Sean in the silver lame suit and the feather boa. <laughs> oh, I love your suits. It must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be kind of cool. Yeah. And what about great. Mudbone's penis? Is, are Mudbone and Psycho Dan performing? Is that a lock? I would hope so. It better be. We got to get that penis. I mean, we got to get Mudbone out there. <laughs> People, it has to be seen in public. They got a couple Excuse tunes. Excuse me while I whip this out. Okay, so uh, anyways, so get them out. And by the way, how would you like a pair of tickets right now? Don't mean nothing. 860-666-4444. Call now. Win a pair of tickets to join the party. Radio 104 Fest, Monday, September 3rd at the ctnow.com Meadows Music Theater. Ah, okay. I think I got a couple reactions before we get into what the hell's going on this weekend. Um, it has to do with... <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. First of all, uh, this is a letter here. It says, uh, thanks for the Pat Denizio interview from earlier this week. Went to see the Smithereens at the Mohegan Sun, and they rocked. Great. Okay. And uh, this this last one here I just want to read is, uh, well, basically, um, Eric from Bristol, uh, he said, after hearing today's Talking Dirty with Beth Lockwood, I'm forced to wonder what kind of tension it might have stirred up in the studio. Sounds like it has potential for a D-Sign Radio soap opera. <laughs> Do you have any soap opera music or anything like that? Or something that would be appropriate because it's to give the, give the drama in this? Because this is very true. I never thought about it this way. There is a soap opera here going on and the potential is here. 
All right. Because here we go. Nick has feelings for Beth, but he clearly doesn't feel the same. Today, Beth finally makes her secret desires about Sean known to the public. But will he feel the same in return? Will Nick secretly plan to eliminate Sean? Or will Beth tell Johnny Electric? Stay tuned to D-Sider Radio to find out. There's a little soap opera, a little intrigue going on here. I don't know. It's good, good observation. I gotta stop that one. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't happening, bro. It ain't happening. All right, well, it's that time. Every week, it's Friday. You want to know? Oh, you can stop calling. Ralph from Bristol won the 104 Fest tickets. And now it's time for What the Hell is Going on This Weekend? That's where we each tell you what we think you should be doing this weekend. And who better to tell you than us? We always like to start with the movies. Beth? Well, it looks like there's just one big movie opening this weekend, and it's Planet of the Apes. Yeah, everybody stepped aside for mm -hmm. Planet of the Apes, and the reviews are in. Uh, overall, I'm starting to see it pretty good. I mean, yeah. uh, the current gave it, what, three stars? Three the post, stars. three and a half stars. I saw Leah Rosen, who gave it a mixed review. She's from People Magazine. She's on TV sometimes. And she said good things about mm -hmm. it. She just said that... The, you couldn't care less about the human beings and all you want to see is the monkeys. Mm -hmm. But she did also say that it's pretty scary for a little kid, not mm -hmm. for, for an adult, because the monkeys are really well done. Rick Baker is just like, it's mind-boggling to look at those monkeys. Although I'm not that crazy about Helen Bonham Carter, whatever her name is. Helena, Bo Helena, Bo Helena Bonham Carter. She kind of looks like her. I haven't seen it. She's on the front page of the post. It's like she had no makeup on. Hmm. She's kind of monkey-like to begin with, chimp-like. But casting. I mean, I'm definitely going to see that. And I think, I think that that movie I told you about, Hedwig and the Angry Inch, is op is getting spread out a little bit. I'd like to see that too. And by the way, this is surprising. Some of you early listeners might particularly relate to this, but uh, this is a shock. Jeannie Wolf loved the film. Remember Jeannie <laughs> Wolf used to call in, she used to review the movies for us. Very discerning taste, really. You know, she was. Uh, I wasn't crazy about everything, but, but she liked this picture. Thank God for that. Okay, well, now it's my turn. You know, the dad, the rocker, married, four kids. What might I do? Who put this on the list Friday and Saturday, Bon Jovi at Giant Stadium? <laughs> Nick, aren't you supposed to be going to that? Yeah, it's tonight. What happened to that? Girls going with her friends that kind of gave her her choice when I got the tickets in the other day and she kind of opted for her friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you went wrong. You gave her well, a choice. Really, I mean, this whole thing was something that actually our program director and I dealt with uh, all day yesterday with arrangements, but uh, turns out that the woman who won the tickets from us is in her 30s. I don't know where. Mid-30s maybe. But her daughter is the one going to the show. She's 13. And her friends are 11. So, <laughs> I was... I mean, I'll do anything I gotta do for the station, live up to yeah, You don't wanna given, be, have a federal indictment against you, do yeah, you? Yeah, I am not <sighs> escorting 11-year-olds around the Meadowlands. I'm sorry, I didn't sign up for that. No. Come on, you can no. do a little, like, party no. tricks. You're the clown. <laughs> you're, there, you're there for their entertainment uh, value. It's three hours to New Jersey. The show, at least, is gonna be three hours. And then another three hours back home. I'm sorry. 
Uh, oh come on! You're the man. I mean, you are. You're like you're See, old. They're 11 years old. So you work out some kind of buddy system. You wear a clown suit. <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, also Saturday, Kenny Wayne Shepherd's performing at the Mohican Sun Casino. He's great. Uh, Collective Soul, who I inadvertently said, where are they now this morning in a complete Spinal Tap moment, are performing at the Webster Theater. Showtime, 7.30, and they got a lot of hits. You start looking at all the records that they've, mm-hmm. they, you know, just, they were very radio-friendly there in the, in the ni- late 90s. Also, there's the usual Stepping Stone Museum in Norwalk, Connecticut, an interactive museum for kids, Kid City in Middletown. Friday, uh... Connecticut State Museum of Natural History's got something going on—a special hands-on exhibit for kids called "In Our Backyards." That's in what is that? At UConn. Okay. And uh, Saturday, Hartford Carnival Parade from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Costume and music bands, floats, drums, and bugle corps, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Starts on Main Street in Hartford and ends at the Windsor Town Line. Also of note, Peabody Museum of Natural History on Whitney Avenue in New Haven. Science Center of Connecticut has a special, uh, something going on in the Gangrus Planetarium, Kid Power 3, Summer Jam, the Laser Light Show. What about the Peabody Museum? You just put it on there? What do you mean, what about it? It's just there? No, it says artifacts and specimens from ancient modern times. Basically says, I never know about that before. Oh, it's nice. It's a great museum. You've got a museum of natural history here? There's a museum out at UConn, and the Peabody Museum is different. They have a big dinosaur down there. Really? And fossils and artifacts. I didn't even know that. Meteor, things like that. See? It was never on here before. I'm glad to see it. Okay. And Saturday, the Connecticut Film Festival. That's at the Guard Arts Center in New London, Connecticut. Celebrating the 30th anniversary of Shaft. And remember... <laughs> and he, that was a tag on. And, and remember, Richard Roundtree, Shaft himself, will be there. Very articulate kind gentlemen maybe not the most interesting interview in the world mm-hmm. but definitely nice well beth lockwood what do you got going on well something that i'm actually doing tonight is the fox force tennis at the armory it's the last of the season and this is the jensen's you're gonna be there jimmy connors i'm going oh you're going not gonna be there i'm going as a person to watch oh okay because i noticed yeah. another tennis event is coming and i seem to remember that you the pilot pen one mm-hmm. you go to that one as a Celebrity. I did last year. Yes, maybe you'll go again this year. Hopefully, yeah, but tonight I'm just going as a spectator, and I'm excited. Jimmy Connors is in the paper, and he just—he still looks so youthful. Does he? At 48. Right on, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Brother Jimmy. Are those two uh, Jensen still hanging around town? They are. They're still around? But, yeah, well, they've been playing for the Fox Force for the entire time. And what, are they just staying up here the whole time? Mm-hmm. I really like those guys. I know, they were great. I thought maybe they gave us some tennis lessons. Show me how to play hardcore. You know, no fooling around stuff. Uh-oh, sneeze coming on. Go ahead. A couple lessons would be all you need, yeah. I'm sure. Also, is his nose still attached? Will somebody check? <laughs> he blew that whole rack of CDs over. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't take out the whole wall. Laugh and the world laughs with you. Sneeze <laughs> and it's goodbye Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> The 18th annual Greater Hartford Irish Festival is happening all weekend long at the Irish American Home in Glastonbury. They have music, things like... uh, Irish things. Irish, all things Irish. Shillelies. Right, corned beef and cabbage, shillelies, some of that dancing. Four-leaf clover. Sure, sure. Potatoes. 
<laughs> famine. <laughs> Lots of famine. A lot of famine there. No food. There's <laughs> no food because we want to experience famine. <laughs> the Great Connecticut Jazz Fest is happening Friday through Sunday at the Guilford Fairgrounds. If you want to learn more about that, you can check out ctjazz.org. Also, this was here last summer. Some people may have seen it already. The Amistad slave ship is back docked at the Riverfront Plaza right on the river. That'll be there through this weekend. It's a nice little piece of history to check out. And they're also having events at the Old State House, like a trial reenactment. So you might want to check out that. Educational for the kids. And it's fun to check out for adults, too. This is uh, the boat that they built with all the old technology right. or lack of technology. Mm-hmm. So what, it's been on tour for a while? It has been, yeah. It was here last year. I, I went to it last year. And... Just walk around on it, and then you walk off. <laughs> it's a quick walk. It is. Uh, Dominic wow, Dunn. this must have really sucked. Yeah. Oh, what's next? Let's get some ice cream. <laughs> Dominic Dunn, who, of course, is a world-famous author, has a new book out, Justice Crimes, Trials, and Punishments, and he'll be at the West Hartford Library Saturday at 11 a.m. He's pretty interesting, boring, Dominic Dunn. Okay. His daughter is... Was the one from Poltergeist who was murdered? Oh, and he's really? About OJ Simpson and oh. lots of different. Yes. And uh, Dark Side, you know what? I'm going to wait on this mm-hmm. one because I'll bet you probably have it. And if you don't, how I'll weird come is back that? So, then you guys might be sharing something. I know, right? Imagine. How stunned would you be if you bumped into each other <laughs> or something <laughs> on the weekend? Hmm. Beth? Dark Side? Dark Side? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Same time. What are you doing here? <laughs> All right. Well, I always like to take, you know, so let's go a different direction right after Beth's. And uh, delve into the very deviant world of our own Sean. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this weekend, uh, first thing So, is another Friday is upon us. What will you be doing, Smithers? Something gay, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, um, I'm going to be at Frankie's in Westbrook DJing tonight from 9 to midnight. So I'll be down there. Hey, that's great. Shore, is, that the, yeah. is that a new thing for you? Yeah. Um, uh, one of the sales guys. Uh, hooked me up with that. Well, of course. Well, they want the best. They got it. This uh, is where it all begins. That's right. Will you wear the feather boa and the lame suit for the uh, uh, DJing? Actually, D, I'm changing my look. I'm going to go for more of a badass look. Okay. I'm going to go for, you know, the leather motorcycle jacket. You know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are such a And leader. chaps. Yeah. It's more of a... Village people look, isn't it? <laughs> Rob Halford, you know. <laughs> oh, come on. No. All right, head on down there Stop. to Frankie's and, uh, and join the party with Sean. Go ahead. Okay. Um, then, actually, before that, you could check out Centerfolds. It's the uh, sophisticated adult entertainment super place. Uh, they're announcing their champagne room. It's now open, and they offer the best champagne, cognac, port, and fine cigars and the most beautiful women in the world. In the world? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the world. See, this is the shame of the city. I find that difficult to believe. See, and you've been going to, like, fine restaurants, Beth. Mm-hmm. One of the finest cognac, champagne, and cigars are actually in a strip club. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I will believe that. But I find it difficult to believe that the most beautiful women in the world... Mo- are at Centerfold. Well, Beth, the most beautiful women in the world are usually in the strip clubs. Yeah. I'm not that's, saying that they're not they beautiful women, but... What I mean, the hell is that smell? That's where you can find them. <laughs> Cindy Crawford or... Right. And she may have started it at one, Beth. Christy Brinkley. Yes, but isn't uh, looks... So, you know, not something that's a matter of opinion. Right. I suppose. Hey, you ain't a chick. <laughs> maybe, subjective. Maybe yeah. subjective. Well, so maybe the people, the drunk... 
horny guys who were there at that time mm-hmm. are feeling that these are the most beautiful women in the world. He found Captain Winky! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> this... <laughs> this weekend is... <laughs> this weekend is also a good weekend to meet up with like my favorite adult film stars. Um, tonight I can head down to um, Amazing Superstores in Groton and check out Julie Ashton. She's the adult. She's an adult film star. And she's also the host of Playboy's Night Calls. Uh, if you ever seen that? No, I have not. But who was that uh, porn star that uh, that came up to me at Ozfest? We never mentioned that. Oh, it was Jasmine St. Clair. I, yeah. No, I'm still upset about that. You were freaking out. Yeah. I just thought she was a groupie slut hanging backstage with the bands, you know? So she's beautiful. I mean, she was a very nice, very nice. She came up and uh, told me how much she enjoyed Strangeland. Did she ask you about me? Sean, she didn't even notice it. Come on, she did. I know she She, did. She did say, who's that loser standing behind (laughs) you? (laughs) What do you do when you see a whale, man? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, you can also check out tonight and tomorrow night at the Electric Blue in Tallinn, Connecticut. Um, Summer Collins will be there. She's a a brand new on the scene for the adult. She's a new adult film sensation. Okay. Summer Collins. Um, Also at the Gold Club this weekend. Uh, tonight and tomorrow night, you can meet adult film superstar Jezebel Bond. She's going to be there. Is it, you can meet a lot of superstars this weekend. They're all. This town is lousy with uh, porn stars, yeah. isn't it? I can't wait to meet them all. Um, I found they can't wait either. <laughs> I found some. Hey, uh, bring on the bitches! Do you get the Polaroid taken with them? They do that. Do you know that? Oh, it's too expensive. For like five. How much they charge for a Polaroid? Some of them charge twenty bucks. So like that they do. You gotta be kidding me! These, no. these celebrities, they go and they do a little dance and they come down and they stand there, pretty much nude, and yeah. then they have guys come up and like put their arms around them and pose with them and for twenty bucks. Uh, it was someone I remember meeting whose mother took the pictures. Mother. <laughs> For 20 bucks, mm-hmm. I better get more than just a picture. Um, I doubt it, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. I know, well, I could dream. Uh, I found some part-time work um, that maybe, well, uh, not dark side, but maybe Nick would be interested in this weekend. There's an ad here for if you, you can work in adult films. Um, no experience necessary. They're taking all types and sizes. Straight, bi, or gay. Get laid, get paid. They need hot men and women, and you can call Monday through Friday from 10 to 6. It's from Wildside Productions' net number for anybody who wants to work in adult film, adult films. It's 1-800-363-9003. Is it 800 number? I'm boning yeah. an 80 of that. Not a, not a 900 number? No, it's 1-800. Nick. Nick. It's not bad. You got to make the call. It's not bad. I'm going to. Go down, you guys. Go down. At least Stand for Gay Falker. Um, And then finally, the last thing on my list is I found a number for uh, free amateur phone sex. You can connect live with Hartford men. Oh, yeah, Hartford men and women for hot conversation. You can try them free. And that's 860-838-0088. And it's free phone sex. Free phone sex. That's all. Doesn't get better than that. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. It was enlightening, really. Um, All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Darkside Dave's got his little listy poo over there to uh, share with you. Uh, what are the hillbillies doing this weekend? <laughs> well, stick around, you'll find out. And our own Nick, the clipping, the clippings guy. He's got his own little <laughs> pile of clippings there. He's very excited because he loves going to the papers and finding <laughs> interesting, <laughs> left of field, yes, but things that you know that you might not have thought of. 
When you think weekend, you may not be thinking in the direction Nick's thinking, but, but it's always interesting. So stick around for more of what the hell is going on this weekend on D Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. D Snyder Radio. Zip, zip. I'm on Radio 104. We had a uh, breakdown here. Now back to D Snyder Radio. Stop fucking running right now. What do you mean? I'm trying to understand. Who are you? D Snyder Radio on Radio 104. All next week is Steve Snyder Radio at the OzFest. Last weekend, uh, you know, I went down to the OzFest in Camden, New Jersey. Special guests of the Osbournes. Had all access. Hung out all day. Interviewed the bands. Talked to a lot of people. Did a lot of on-the-street stuff. Nick and Sean nearly got beat up. It was a good day. Well, because yeah. we've been... Perfect day if they got their asses kicked, actually. <laughs> no, I would never, ever want to see you guys be hurt. Never. As a matter of fact, you know, that's why we sent Darkseid out there with you. <laughs> what are you thinking about? No, I know. Yeah. I mean, we needed him. Yeah. To, to calm things down. So, uh, all next week, we're going to have different interviews and special features, all leading up to the big show, Sunday, August 5th. I believe it's sold out now. It's going to be a great show. If you got tickets, consider yourself lucky. If you don't, scalp them. If you like that kind of stuff. Especially, Beth, tell them how much you enjoyed Slipknot. Woo! Bring a book. <laughs> Bring a book. <laughs> no. Well, like, I had a great day. I, I didn't care for Slipknot, but other than that, I enjoyed the show a lot. Different strokes for different exactly, folks. Exactly. Different and strokes. Listen, I'm sure that they don't care if I like them. You know, matter of fact, they bank the, you on people like you yeah, not liking right. them. Because that ingratiates them to the other thousands of people who are crazy about them. The fact that people like you hate them. Mm -hmm. Hate. Just I don't to, really care enough to hate it. I just I don't really... Did you have to be that verbose in front of the 10th knot? <laughs> <laughs> Had I known the 10th knot were standing right behind me, I you couldn't tell. wouldn't have spoken. 10th knot t-shirt. <laughs> okay. It is time once again to get back into the hell is going on this weekend. And Dark Side Dave... Why don't you enlighten us first? Good stuff this weekend. Well, people want to know. You're, you're the man. Well, a lot of people out there. I only have one TV listing for you, and it's going to last all weekend long. A marathon? a marathon? A marathon. Last weekend, I failed to mention there was a uh, marathon, a Welcome Back Cotter marathon on mm. TV Land. But I did sat, sat there and watched it all day on Sunday, which was really cool. All weekend long, TV Land. Beverly Hillbillies Marathon. That's good wow. stuff. Wow. I don't even think I'd make a half hour. The Bible. That's good stuff. That's a good show. Good, clean, fun. So uh, that starts... Ellie Mae? Jethro? Yeah. Old school. That starts at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning Jed? and runs the entire Granny, weekend. come on. It's like a Mr. Drysdale? A half hour? Black and white school. 48 hours of Beverly Hillbillies. Make sure you get at least a couple hours in over the course of the weekend. Um, going on tonight... I don't think I can stand to watch any tear up. <laughs> All those greats. Tonight, <laughs> black and white TV. Stafford Motor Speedway tonight. Of course, the number 79 Radio 104 car driven by our very own Roy Hool. And, uh, you know, he's just got some, like, some medals and awards, all types of uh, high praises uh, for being, like, an all-star on the track type of thing. He's tearing up the roadway, so gates open at 5. That's Stafford Motor Speedway tonight. Go Drives check it out. Drives a Ford, I believe. 
Yes, Thunderbird. Thunderbird, right. Mm-hmm. I'm making Thunderbirds. That's right. All weekend long, I'm surprised this wasn't on your list, D. There's a Porsche uh, Renesport reunion at Lime Rock Park, the largest gathering of Porsche race cars ever assembled in North America, and that's going on. This weekend, Lime Rock Park. Why do I have no car shows on my list every week? <laughs> I love cars. Keep doing, Sean. Uh, if you want more information on that, find out the hours and everything like that, call 1-800-RACE-LRP. That's Race LRP. And Lime and, Rock's um, a great place. It's a great place to go to a show. Beautiful yeah, part a cool of the place. state. Beautiful part of the state. We got to go back up there and do some more driving, Nick. That was, yeah, that fun. was fun. Yeah. I got another little car show coming up. Another later. car show? Yeah, a little. I'll, I'll mention that in a few minutes, though. On the 27th and 28th, uh, the 34th Annual Village Fair Days in New Milford. That's Route 202. There's going to be arts, crafts, antiques, games for the family, food. And the best part about it is uh, reaching people like me. It's totally free. You know, free. I mean, you got to pay for the food and stuff, but you don't have to pay an admission. Yeah, you can't just don't start taking corn dogs. Right. <laughs> the uh, sixth annual Northeast Quilt Festival is going on at the Sheridan Waterbury Hotel. Over 400 quilts from all over the world, all different styles. Now, what is the appeal of a quilt festival? You can buy a nice quilt. Is that like? I mean, I mean, is that, I guess it's interesting to people. A lot of first some hicks in Connecticut. <laughs> totally. Quilts. Awesome to hang a quilt in the trailer. And who wouldn't want to go to Waterbury this weekend? That's great. If you don't Here. want to paint your walls, just hang some quilts. Get the hubbub. That's right. Now they got that scumbag out of there. <laughs> Property values just went up. <laughs> Tomorrow in Cheshire, it's an antique and collectible sale going on at uh, Hitchcock Phillips House on the green from 9 till 3 p.m. So go check out, see if you got some antiques you want to pick up. Uh, in Coventry, there's a colonial encampment and muster, the Nathan Hale Homestead. There's going to be like drum roll and can- cannon blasts. Uh, colonial life demonstrations. Shooting battle. off cannons? Yeah, this is old school. <laughs> gunpowder. Any place is gunpowder. That's a good time. That's right. There's going to be a battle skirmish on Saturday, fife and drum on Sunday. There's food, colonial crafts. This is going to be a good time for everybody. On the 28th and 29th, the 38th annual Arts and Crafts Show, Old Saybrook, down on the town green. Um, this is where the, there's a Corvette show going on this weekend, but it's kind of mixed together with something else, <clears throat> Sean. On the 29th in East Hartford, the Red Hot Blues and Chili Cook-Off in Martin Park. Yeah. Blues, chili, <laughs> and, Corvettes. and Corvettes. That's right. There's going to be plenty of activities. <laughs> a Corvette show. It's going to be a good time. Plus, chili. Sean. Wow. Corvette show, Sean. That one slipped through the cracks. Uh, actually, I did see that. I saw Chili Blues cook off, and I said, uh-huh. no, that's dark uh-huh. side. Right, right. Uh, on the 29th through the August 5th, the 12th annual Nutmeg State Games uh, going on in various locations. It's a multi-sport, Olympic-style sports festivals type of thing for all Connecticut residents from 8 to 80. So pretty much, I mean, this thing is a wide range of people. Like that the Empire State blind. Games that you have in New York, D. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. 8 to 80, blind, deaf, or crazy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you can call for the schedule and everything like that. It's 860-528-4588. And that's all I got on all my right. list. All right. As if that's not enough. So what was the thing you two thought you guys might have in common? What two things? Oh, the chili thing. There's a chance you could have both showed up at the chili thing? Well, I love to cook, so. Yeah. I would I just love to see that meeting. <laughs> 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 really uncomfortable. And, uh, <laughs> I would know. I would just take a whiff and I'd say dark side's here. Dark side's here. <laughs> Smell and some fur on the ground. Well, Nick, 
Every week, people wondering what the hell you're going to do this weekend. Big weekend, D. Huge Big, weekend. exciting weekend. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, a lot of clippings. Yeah, well, i got to start my uh, weekend off at the Brickyard. I'm going to Could you hold there. them up like you do? It's really creepy. <laughs> he holds them up, like, from the top, and he lets them, like, drip down. Like, out of his puppy cook. Yeah, like Mr. Burns would hold it. Tonight I'll be at the uh, Brickyard D from 10 to midnight with Coors Light night. Uh, it's 104 bottles of beer on the wall, D, again. Bringing back an old promotion we used to do there. Do you have to sing? No, you okay. don't have to sing. You don't have to sing. Yeah, so it'll be a lot of fun. Stop by the Brickyard tonight. That's right here in downtown Hartford. I'll be there from 10 to midnight hanging out. Stop by, say hello. We'll have a couple drinks together. But, uh, D, when were you last touched? Uh, you could try a combination of Swedish sports uh, and uh, aqua massages. Uh, this experience is not illegal, not fattening, nor will, your, uh, nor will you be cheating on your lover. Uh, he found Captain Winky! <laughs> 160 bucks for an hour and a half, and they do have a Connecticut license. It's a West Hartford studio called 232-4388 for that, you know, if you want to massage day okay <coughs> um if you got a house rabbit and you're looking for an indoor home for a house rabbit you can call 413-525-9222 okay, that's a weekend thing <laughs> well no if you found a rabbit that rescued rabbits this indoor homes for rescued rabbits too oh okay so is that you're looking one for one well, you could call these people if you're looking for a rabbit, or if you found a rabbit that you've just rescued and you don't want the we rabbit, get you could the idea. call okay. them and they'll okay. take it. the rabbit pound. Yeah. Very, I love rabbits, too, by the way. So, The best source for all your repower needs, uh, you could call Affordable Marine. Uh, mercury engines excuse and me. stern drives. Excuse me. Excuse me. Crusader engines, D, and new okay, Ford no. and GM. That's not what the hell's going on this weekend. You're selling motors. <laughs> right on Killingworth Road, uh, you could head over to Glockenspiel uh, for some fine game dishes and other German cuisine. Uh, it's right on Route 81. That's Glockenspiel on uh, Killingworth Road, D. Was that Glockenspiel? Glockenspiel. Oh, at least it's Glockenschneel. <laughs> yeah, no. Spiel. Okay, Glockenspiel. Ooh, uh, this is huge. Ooh, ah. Uh. At the... Craftery Gallery, Site 1, from 5 to 8 p.m. tonight. This is free. Gallery Talk D, featuring internationally known cricket commentator, educator, and journalist, Tim Hector. Internationally known. Beth, how did that slip through the cracks for you? I don't know. The cricket commentator, oh, yeah. It's very powerful it's game. Internationally known. Do you sign a radio night at the cricket game? Yeah. This is uh, huge, and you know I'm a big boxing fan. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. is fighting uh, Julio Gonzalez. That's live on AT&T Broadband. It's Saturday. <laughs> Saturday night, July 28th, 9 p.m. Order instantly for just $39.95. This is going to be a good fight, Roy, Roy Jones Jr. That's something to watch. That's some, yeah. that's, there's something. Check, yeah. check that out this okay. weekend. Okay, that, well, finally something. Uh, for some weekend refreshment, do you might like this for you and your wife. Rates starting at 119 Refreshing weekends with a, a distinctive blend of traditional elegance, soothing comfort, and attainable luxury. It's the Melrose Hotel. <laughs> and uh, that's in Dallas, Washington, and New York. Special rates this week. New York? <laughs> Dallas? <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I mean, the ad was in a local paper, but... I guess New York. To get away. Well, those things I mean? are actually kind of cool, those little weekend yeah. getaways. Apparently, you get some good rates yeah. in some of these hotels on those things. I've done that. Yeah. Okay. Next. If you're looking for a uh, 7% monthly discount on a Sprint PCS phone, stop by their stores okay. this weekend. 3,000 minutes for forty nine. Oh, come, come, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> I know you have a Sprint PCS phone, too, so that was a ringer in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh. Sleep under the stars, hike the Appalachian Trail, canoe the Swansea, and uh, help at-risk at, at youth. Free room and board, clothing allowance, excellent salary and benefits. Call this weekend or go online at www.edgar.com. Yeah. <laughs> Wilderness Camp Counselor, D. A lot of people, you can send your resumes in. Eckerd Youth Alternatives for a better living for kids everywhere who are at Okay. 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 Just a couple more things here. Uh, the John Rawls uh, review is happening from the... For, this guy's from Gil... Gulfport, Mississippi. And uh, he's playing tonight at the uh, Hot Meadow Street in Simsbury, Connecticut. Oh, that's a nice place. Yeah, the godfather of soul and blues. <laughs> and uh, S&B. Yeah, and some upcoming shows next weekend. You can check out Tire Biter and uh, Sherman Robertson. But that's the godfather of soul Was that and Pillow blues. Biter you said? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, lastly, so for some more music, oof. From 7 9 tonight. <laughs> free admission. Go to the Manchester Bicentennial Band Shell for the 94th Division Army Band D. Wow, that's rousing. <laughs> and they even have a rain location, East Catholic High School in Manchester. 647 for the 94th Division Army Band 7 to 9 p.m. tonight in Manchester, Connecticut. And say hello to Mudbone. You, you don't there. want to miss that. You I, don't want to miss that. These little clippers are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. This thing is like a postage stamp. What are you reading now? Um, one more. Uh, D, I know you like bikes and stuff like that. And uh, Mike or Sean want to help you. They're bicycles, uh, mechanics, <laughs> and uh, and they're looking for help, actually. That's D, what we're up. doing on this weekend? D, a lot of people ride freaking bikes on the weekend. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> this is not what we're trying to propose to people. Okay, well, I, I, I'll finish up with this. They're uh, looking for fuller part-time employment with benefits and ownership. What are these, your okay. buddies? You're getting them a job? <laughs> no. But that's Mike and Sean. So they're looking for a job. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this weekend you feel like hiring a bike mechanic. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Bicycle mechanic. Well, that's what the hell's going on this weekend. You know it. And then some other <laughs> things that Nick added in there. Make sure you check out that 94th Division Army band. Manchester. Right. <laughs> and then head over to the brickyard. Actually tape. And then stop by the brickyard. Yeah. A little bit of both. That sounds like a big weekend. Uh, actually, yeah. before we take a break here, we can head into what the hell... What did we learn this... What did we learn today? <laughs> got me all confused now, Nick. And then we go to the Cracker Barrel. Because I had to make good on my promise. Mm -hmm. Cracker Barrel worthy event. D-Day 2. I said I'd take the team out. Team yeah. being everybody will help make it happen. Cool. 
unfortunately, some of the people who made it happen, the bigger ones can't make it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean I don't have enough room on my credit card? Awesome. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I'm making good on that. But here's a letter from Swamp Rat, who talked about what he learned yesterday. Okay. Because he said he couldn't, well, he said he had Rockcats tickets. He's going to the game already. So he said he didn't want to tie up the phone lines. But he had some things, important things he learned today. First of all, he said he learned, this was yesterday, if Sean really did have a big sausage, we'd be able to see it through his fault line outfit. Probably. <laughs> so you can. Second of all, not only is Richard Roundtree's career nearly dead, but apparently so is he. <laughs> also, if you, and uh, thirdly, he learned, if you cook trout shoes, you get filet of sole. Yeah. Very nice. And by the way, he wants to know, it would... If they're trout shoes, does that make them water moccasins? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a million of them. Yeah, oh, he's, he's going. He said, P.S. at Beth's wedding, Darkside wants to know if it's no shoes, no shirt, no service. <laughs> yes, it is. Funny. <laughs> Very amusing. That's exactly right. There'll be a sign on the door to that. Sign on the door. <laughs> no shoes, no shirt, no service. <laughs> Darkside arrives. Damn! <laughs> Back out to the truck. <laughs> All right, and no mandals. And okay. no do rags. No do rags. I thought you said I could wear what I, I thought you said I could wear one. You you should use Come your on. best judgment. I went out and bought a whole bunch of new ones yesterday. I got a camouflage one. That yeah, that cow one's little. really flattering. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Isn't that cool? You should use What's your the appeal of the cow do rag. <laughs> Just use your awesome. best judgment, Dark Side. <laughs> I like the do rag. <laughs> They're great, but I don't understand. You didn't, come on, you don't like the cow spotted do rag. The cow spotted do rag. Tell me, this is not like the coolest one so far. <laughs> I like the colors, but the cow spots. I mean, I don't see why you'd want to have cow spots on your head. Yeah, I like this one. Okay. I told him I like this one see? this morning. Uh -huh. All right, the calls are starting to come in. 860-666-4444. Call now. Join the party. What do we learn today is next, and what are you playing for? You're playing for a four-pack of tickets. So see the Rockcats with D. Snyder Radio. And this isn't like you go there in honor of D. Snyder Radio. This is like we're there, sitting in the stands, hanging out, socializing. We're very friendly people, mm -hmm. right? I like walk around. We talk to people and stuff and hang out and sit down and, and have fun. D. Snyder Radio Night. It's happening next Thursday, August 2nd. All right. So give a call now. What we learned today is next. D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Call D. Thanks for the nice letter from Michael Aiken. A-I-K-E-N. That would be Aiken, right? I think so. Making landscaping. This is tell all the other landscapers out there to represent. Get the D-Euro on the back of their trucks. I appreciate it. Thank you. I would tell you, my brother, Doug's been working with me, getting my organized. Mm -hmm. I think he's on the verge of a nervous breakdown. <laughs> You're going to break him. It is. He's just like staggered. You know, I've got like 46 years of bad habits. 
But uh, he's, he's, doing, he's helped me a lot. It's going to change me. He told me it's going to change my life. And it's just going to make me, like, more focused. It's more lethal than ever. Since you're successful and everything. Just imagine without all this, like, stress of organization on your head, just how much more efficient you'll be. So as long as I don't lose the psychosis that makes me dig, that makes me worry, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get like, all of a sudden become some sort of a, I don't know, neat freak or something and then lose every, lose my edge. I don't think you will. I don't think so? Okay. Well, anyway, it's going real good. But anyway, we have a sponsor for today. We do. Yep. What do we learn today is brought to you by Denny's. Now get a delicious Grand Slam for breakfast, lunch, or dinner every day of the week, including weekends for only two ninety nine, and only at participating Denny's for a limited time only. Time to sing. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. Hey, Shane knows the words. My son Shane's here singing along. It's tough to pick him up. Yeah, I don't know. You're catching on. Pretty good. Klepto Kyle's on the phone. Good morning, Klepto. Morning, D. What's up? How you doing, man? Hey, sorry. You know, I blew it with your letter. You had really good letter handicapping. Handicapping the president's challenge this morning, and I just tried to remember it, but I had not brought it into the performance studio with me. Uh, what did you think of that this morning? You know, it, it's got to be pretty pathetic. And the funny thing was, during the commercial break, uh, Nick and Sean were talking some mad smack to me. They were. Yeah. Well, on the phone. Yeah. What are you saying, Nick? Well, congratulations, Sean, a two and a half inch V reach. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm very proud. You gonna take that from him, Sean? He's a little punk. I'm not worried about him. He's not so little. Our little Kyle is not so little anymore. <laughs> all right, all right. No smack talking. No smack talking. Is that what you learned today? Uh, no. What okay. I learned was, while Nick can't afford the shirt that rolls up the sleeves automatically, he'll be happy to know that they're developing a pair of pants that drop automatically for him. Exactly. It's in development and very exciting. The problem is, he'll probably be walking around with them down around his ankles all the time. <laughs> that was a, that was such a funny thing. Why would you even think of inventing a shirt that the sleeves warm up, roll up when it's too hot? Sheer laziness. Could we get any lazier? I mean, you get one of those shirts, I mean, you don't even need arms. For the people <laughs> who have everything, I guess. Why have arms? You don't have to worry about the heat. Well, Beth Lockwood. Well, I learned that uh, the kid, the bull, Nick Lentino, still got it. They call him the bull. I don't think he'll function properly for several days, but <laughs> he performed well during the presidential challenge. Tomorrow, those two guys are going to be paralyzed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he did get the presidential standard at age seven, yeah. eh? which is pretty good. I mean, at least <laughs> Sean didn't make it in any age group. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Zero age groups. And the push-ups, they must have. Oh, yeah. In individual categories, you did. Yeah. In the individual categories. Man, I don't know how well I would have done. I mean, that's a lot of reps. Set of those pull-ups, I would have been out because of the pull-ups. You know, I'm, and the push-ups. I mean, I always like when I do push-ups, like I do a set to, to practice, I always do 30. Always 30. Because that's uh, the Air Force standard is like the most required or whatever. I always do 30. 30, you know, it's not like I'm doing 30 steady, strict form, but it's by the 30th one, I'm feeling it. So yeah. I can do a lot of the push-ups where you're, the girl push-ups, they call them. But the... 
push-ups oh, I can't the do knees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, That's yeah. what I do. Us guys, I do them almost every day. If everything else holds up, we can do those for hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the girl push-ups. That's what we call them, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dark side, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's take another phone call. Let's go to Tim from Southington. Tim, good morning. It's D. Hey, D. What's up? Uh, you know, it's the weekend. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. So, Tim, what did you learn today? Um, I learned that if, um, from the Madonna story, that if the kilt comes back into style, the term D's nuts would go away and it would come dark side's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Dark side's nuts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dave's nuts. Your balls are showing. <laughs> Second. <laughs> oh, and speaking of dark side, Dave. All right, do the dance. Oh, what do you learn today? Well, first off, I just want to start off by saying happy birthday, Dad. Hopefully you're out there listening. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, and, uh, Mr. Wallace. Happy birthday, Mr. Wallace. Nick. <clears throat> Nick. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, you're not Mr. Exact, Wallace. You're not exactly no, no, his happy person. birthday, sincerely. Does he have the same? Does his nose have the same? All right, so happy <laughs> on his birthday, you dick. <laughs> on his birthday, no, sincerely, uh, you brought a great son into the world, and uh, your dad's a cool guy. No, my dad's awesome. He's the best. So ha happy birthday! He Technically, numb, his right? nose is a little bit older than his best. Friend. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. it did come into the world first. <laughs> Couple minutes. <laughs> twins. But um, you're twins. Oh no. No, I didn't mean that, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I deserve that. No. I think your dad's a really nice guy. <laughs> I never noticed his nose till Nick brought it up. Oh, come on, Beth. It was raining out. You were trying to hide under it. I thought he was wearing his head tilted back. I thought he was wearing sunglasses. I'm going to come in there and I'm going to put my foot in your ass. <laughs> anyway. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Wallace. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, I learned that, um, I learned thanks to Clear Channel that richer is not necessarily happier. Uh, well, actually, I learned that I will never, never figure that one out. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it'll happen. It'll yeah. happen. Maybe not Clear Channel, but it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, hey, they've been trying to... They want you guys to have a better life. They want you to be happy. That's all they want from you. For, for you is happiness. I, I know. I'd I, like to submit myself for the experiment. I'd like to see if this is actually <laughs> true, being richer doesn't make you happier. Huh? I'm willing to experiment with this one, Paula. Well, please. Yeah, they're so caring. Yeah. Maybe they're listening to you. They're a little too caring. Yeah. Tom from Tarrington. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Dave. What's up? How you doing, buddy? So uh, what did you learn today, Tom? I learned that uh, Nick may have got the presidential badge, but Sean deserves the uh, mayor of Waterbury badge. <laughs> oh, the, the much coveted mayor of Waterbury. What's so Duly noted. What's his name again? Phil Giordano. Phil Giordano. What's that supposed Award. to be? Hold on a second. Nothing good, Sean. Nothing, yeah. nothing good. Nothing good. I feel a lot of love in this room. <laughs> yes, there certainly is. Speaking of love. Nikki Nightlife, what's going on? Big Friday night ahead of you. Oh, yeah. Hitting the streets. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, D, I like to put my name out there. Uh, I'm looking for corporate sponsorship myself. 
Um, you know, it's going to be the next trend. You know, if baseball teams could do it, baseball stadiums, why can't I do it personally? So uh, I, I think, first of all, I'd really like to be Monistat 7 Lentino. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Tampax Lentino. That wouldn't be too bad. You know, or Trojan Lentino, or Vassingill. What's the matter, Lentino. honey? Do you have uh, a little extra cheese on the taco? You have Fleet Enema Lentino on there. <laughs> Fleet Enema. Oh, yeah. Um. No, I've. I, no, I could be Fleet Lentino. That wouldn't be that bad. Fleet. You could do. An, how about a cool initial name like K Y Lentino? K Y. Yeah. K Y. <laughs> like that. Or just Dicks. You know. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even drop, I dropped the Lentino for that one. Just be dicks. See, the story was that that Beth found is that some parents are offering their child's name mm-hmm. up for corporate sponsorship. And they're hoping to raise a half a million dollars mm-hmm. to get somebody to buy the rights to the guy's name. So, Nick, those are some good names. Uh, maybe, they're, maybe they're listening out there. And I think your lifestyle fits in well with some of those names. So maybe it'll be a taker. Yeah. Be okay. so cool. All right. Well, last but not least, let's go to Carlos from Hartford. Good morning, Carlos. It's D. Good morning, D. How's it going, man? Great. So, what did you learn today, Carlos? Hey, D. I learned that for the next Nick Lentino OBGYN, he has a new toy to play with the toothbrush mounted camera. Oh, 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 that's awesome. Oh, that is cool. Oh, talking about being clean. Oh, hold on a second, Carlos. That's got to hurt. Yeah. Ah, that was kind of reminiscent. Actually, Carlos, let me get Carlos. Carlos? Yep. You know, what's interesting about that is during that news story, Nick sent me an instant message. Something to that effect, actually. <laughs> Basically, about about gynecological examinations and stuff like that. So, very interesting that you two are on the same wavelength. Yeah. A little, I'd be concerned if I were you, Carlos. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. What did I learn today? Well, I mean, you know, the big thing that I learned really is is the physical shape these guys are in. I was, I was surprised. I was, too. I was surprised. I mean, I remember a time, you know, when in, in my 20s, when a band member of mine who shall remain nameless went down to the health club with me, and we decided to get in shape, mm-hmm. and we were not drinkers or drug takers or smokers. We were rockers, and uh, he couldn't do one sit-up. No. Mm-hmm. Not one. Trainer went, all right, let's go. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and I was like, he goes, and, and the person who shot my name was said, that's it. It got up and walked away. <laughs> so it was not big on the uh, crunches. And you guys, I mean, you know, even though you didn't, weren't presidential, no. you still, I don't know. Uh, honestly. It was good. They, they did I mean, it job. wasn't amazing, or I mean, but I was surprised that you did any. Ten well, pull-ups? Nick did 11. Ele- I couldn't believe it. I thought you guys would say, Psycho Dan, were you shocked? You admit it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I definitely was. I was very shocked. Um, Sean's not in that bad of shape. I mean, he's not in great shape, but I was really shocked that he did as well as he did. And I knew Nick would clean up on the uh, the chin-ups there, the pull-ups. I mean, he doesn't weigh much. He's kind of wiry. Yeah. There, there was a time when there was a time, but it was actually surprising. Hmm. So, uh, bravo, guys. Thank you. Nice bravo. I, you know, we, we were set Thank out to you. humiliate you. 
Uh, Cody still would have wiped the floor with you. <laughs> yeah. And you're lucky I didn't send Shane in there. So, uh, so, uh, but still, you guys, you didn't embarrass yourself too badly. No. Considering thank you. you're chain smoking, drinking, yeah. you know, partying, yeah, not working out, guys. I put my last Grand Manier away at. 1205 last night. <laughs> yeah. He's drinking Grand Monier? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a bartender kind of gets Oh, okay, okay. Well, as long as I say on your own dime. Yeah. All right, Sean, what do we got? All right. All right, Klepto Kyle learned that. Well, Nick can't afford the shirt where the sleeves automatically roll up. He'll be happy to know that they're making pants that automatically pull down. Tom from Tim from Southington learned that if the kill ever comes back into style, the term D's nuts will go away, and it'll now be called Dark Side's nuts. Tom from Torrington learned that Nick may get the presidential badge, but Sean gets the mayor of Waterbury badge. Very funny stuff. Duly noted. <laughs> and Carlos from Harford learned that for the next ne Nick Lentino OBGYN, he has a new toy to play with, and that is the camera-mounted toothbrush. Oh, oh. Well, I'm leaning toward Carlos, quite honestly, okay. because, uh, you know, not only was that a good one, but there's a body of work as well. Carlos? Yep. You're going to the show, man. All right. I'll see you there, Dean. Okay, bring your friends. Yep. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, all right, we'll just hold on. We'll get your information. And everybody else, Tom Klepto and Tim, thanks for playing along, but not today. Time is to go. Ooh, end of week music. Hey, don't forget, next week we're doing Hypothetically on T-Sider Radio. It's going to be a new feature where you write into Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com with your hypothetical questions to pose to the show. Hypothetically, if Nick needed a kidney transplant and you were the only suitable donor, would you give him the kidney? hypothetical question. It is. And we're going to go a little round robin, so send your ideas and thoughts on that. All next week, be sure to tune in, because it's D-Sider Radio Week at the OzFest. We've done a lot. I did a lot of interviews last weekend. Uh, we were down there and uh, with the gang. And on Monday, as a matter of fact, you'll be hearing from Crazy Town, Papa Roach. We've got a couple interviews, and all week long, we'll have special features. You know, things like uh, at the OzFest with Mudbone, Family Feud that's dedicated to the OzFest, The Shame of the OzFest, Sagan Zivas, OzFest Edition. Edition? Edition. All right? So tune in all week for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, tomorrow, hey, D-Snyder Radio Encore, 6 a.m. to 10. It's the best of D-Snyder Radio from this past week. It's all the best stuff. And your, our own Dark Side Dave will be hosting. And tomorrow night, 11 p.m., you want metal? You got it! Old school, the best of the 70s, 80s, and early 90s hair band and heavy metal. From 11 to 1 a.m. on Saturday night, it's my show, The House of Hair, on Radio 104. Will Cow, old school 104 going on. Chaz, 420 Brownie Mix, 6 o'clock news with two new songs back-to-back. -back. You hear the best new music first. And at 5 o'clock, she's going to be announcing the rest of the lineup for 104 Fest on September 3rd. Yep. 3rd, okay? So you want to find out all the other bands, 25 bands for 25 bucks? <laughs> a hypothetical question just went on the screen. <laughs> Nick wants to know, hypothetically, if he can't find an apartment, can he live in Dark Side Dad's freaking nose? <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> hypothetically. He's saying, could you? 
Physically? I don't know. <laughs> and Carlito, eight most requested songs of the day. Mandatory Metallica at 10. Pick a position. Jerry and Mikey from The Edge are going to be doing the first Carlito show, Piercing Party. It's a great day at Radio 104. Why not stick around and bring the family? Have a great weekend, everybody. See you Monday bright and early. Steve Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. This concludes our broadcast day. Click. And this is called Kosher Weekend. Okay. in locks. I got some cream cheese in the icebox. Wouldn't you know it, man, it's Shabbat's on ice. Man, that's nice. Let's have a kosher weekend. Well, tell Marty and Saul, eat what you like, but don't eat it all. Save some for Ethel. She's bringing monsters at eight. Man, that's great. Let's have a kosher weekend. Well, I'm a Jew through and through, and I'm proud to be a Jew, but I gotta admit, I like bacon, and I'll do what I can do, best I can do. As long as there is money, I am making well, pardon me, miss. Did you try the cuff filter fish? Two for a dollar will be my guest. It's all been blessed. Let's have a kosher. Let's